This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So, the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants, 18 plus, rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Thanks for downloading this podcast from Love Sport Radio. For more, go to lovesportradio.com for all the latest podcasts, news and views. Or for more, follow us at Love Sport Radio on Twitter. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Chelsea Fan Show here on Love Sport Radio with me, Johnny Burrow, and the Chelsea Fan Cast, who today are Stanford Chidge, Jonathan Kidd, Kiddo. and Dan Silver. Gents, how are we? Must have been an odd week without Chelsea. Uh, I've forgotten about them. I've, uh, <laughs> who? Uh, yeah, exactly. What's happened? Who could be well, on two hours? Yeah. It was uh, a fantastic yeah. week with no like sadness and desperation and anti-sourness. You know what's interesting is that every single fan of every single football club, regardless of the fortunes of their football club, has said that a week off has been a relief. Yeah, I'd agree with that. But I, mean, I would having, definitely agree yeah, with that. But having said that, now that Southgate's given us a whole lot of England off back, it's actually quite enjoyable watching England. He's mm. just opened a can of worms. Yeah. It has really. too, hasn't it? the first it? time Completely. I've watched yeah. two England games back to yeah, back. Yeah, me too, me too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually, actually enjoyed no, it. Actually, no, to be fair, I, I watched the highlights. I, I couldn't actually uh, bear it. I recorded them mm. and I fast-forwarded them a bit and I thought, oh, Jonathan, come on, you're not paying attention. Well, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm always... It's the, it's the... How can I put it? The longers of football occasionally if I don't really want to watch something. Or every throw-in, every goal kick I'll just fast do forward you? every year <laughs> but yeah, that's yeah. cheating Jonathan yeah, yeah I know I know you do no, that no, when no, you're at the games no, to be you're fair. in my mind well I don't yeah. even watch the games as no, you know so you get somebody yeah. want to watch get it somebody watches it yeah, yeah, and they whisper in my ear you know commentary. that for a fact yeah yeah, yeah yeah you do your own highlights package yeah, oh god yeah there are about 10 seconds that's the trouble with it but when you say that Gareth has opened a can of worms what do you mean well because he made a statement about him how he was ready for England and he actually said and he actually gave him game time and he played him from the very beginning. And uh, Sarri watched him for 20 minutes, watched the game for 20 minutes, so apparently. He some cigarettes. <laughs> I think the other thing, though, is, I mean, it's really interesting what Dan said because I, I, I grew to loathe international football and international breaks, and England in particular. And I think a lot of that was to do with the fact that, you know, the more successful Chelsea got, uh, the more grief... Ch- I mean, remember, remember when Lampard and Terry and Cole were always booed yeah. and all of that? I just kind of had enough of it. And plus the fact they were rubbish and Chelsea were winning everything in sight. But actually... Was I, it that they were rubbish or was it that England were just playing them in the wrong position? No, England were time? rubbish. Oh, the, oh, England God, were terrible. That's what I mean. No, 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 just no, I generally, yeah, The golden but, generation but, failed. Yeah, they yeah, were. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, 
I think the fact is that I'm 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 loving what Southgate's done. I I love his approach. I love the fact that we had no idea he'd be any good. I love the fact that he's playing these kids and and showing no fear. And most of all, in a season where there has been an internecine war between Chelsea supporters about what is beautiful football and what isn't, he's playing beautiful football. And he's playing what what seems to be quite similar to the uh, the same structure. He's playing four three three, isn't he? Yeah. And also, but not playing Sarri. No, no. But it was a joy to see Barkley, wasn't it? Play out of his skin, liberated, completely liberated, absolutely bizarre. You think, hang on a second, this is the headless chicken who normally plays for us. The lab runs into the the box, which we're missing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, I, I find myself being constantly shifted from one foot to the other in all our discussions all the time. You're Sarri in, Sarri uh, out, Sarri yeah, shake it all about. Yeah, non-stop, <laughs> exactly. Do do the Sarri cokey. Yeah. And, uh, but, um, you know, the way not. he arrived the fourth, <laughs> the fourth or fifth goal away on um, last week, which was so Lampard-esque, just being at the right time at the right place to smash yeah. it in the back of the net. Yeah. Yeah. Bark- very Lampard. Yeah. Barkley made me look very, very silly because immediately before that game, I was doing the handover with Bell and Sperling, as I always do. And they said, what do you make of this England lineup?" And I said, well... The, the name Barkley on an England team sheet doesn't inspire <laughs> yeah. confidence in me. And then he was brilliant. And but so also, the thing is, he, he wouldn't have selected him unless he'd been playing very well in training because he selected Adoy because Adoy, so he said, just showed was, was hit the ground completely running. So he does respond to that kind of situation. And, you know, hats off to Adoy, who clearly not got his finger out, but he just played as well as he could, which is absolutely the way it should be. And if Barkley in training is playing better than all the other options he's got, he's gonna he's gonna oh. stick him in. Yeah. So so he's 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 somehow we talked about straitjacket on the show all the time. I keep yeah. keep saying he's you know, somehow he's managed to get out of it, but you wonder in the Cardiff game whether he'll be on orders again under if he gets well, in you know, under orders to uh, yeah. what to, well, I mean, to play I, the I, other I way. feel I feel really vindicated because we've been saying this all season that Barkley is not playing like the Barkley, Barkley we know. Yeah. We, well, we've seen at Everton. Yeah. You know, he looks... Uh, I mean, I don't think he's the sharpest tool in the box, but he's all about, you know, spontaneity, uh, you know, inherent talent, I think. But I think he's a good lad. So I think when his manager tells him to play a certain way, he, he, he will do what he's told. And according to Alex, uh, steel like buttocks. Yes, <laughs> yes. I hadn't really thought about no, that. No, me neither. But no. Alex was very important because yeah. yeah. we watched him yeah, warming remember, up uh, one of the games and she, she w- took photographs she of did. him warming up. Well, she would, up. wouldn't she? Yeah, she it's would everything indeed. I look for in an attacking yeah. midfielder. <laughs> <laughs> well, but, uh, you, 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 you joke, but um, Ivanovic had yeah, fantastic massive arse. And, this and is Kenny the... Swain, who won the Champions League with, <laughs> yeah. with Aston Jonathan's Villa. Jonathan's written a book about this. Aston Villa. No, a small paragraph, but it's Chelsea arses I have loved. Best bottoms at the bridge. Big font, so you know, you have to it's a letter a page you know maybe so, that is the scouting criteria that Sarri's been missing yeah. all along that's it that's what you've got to look it's for it's like fast fast bowlers backside yeah is that yeah. a thing yeah. I feel like we've opened a we, Fred Truman can of words, Fred Truman it? had one of yeah. them yeah. he really did it was a there's a kind of stocky look and so did uh, Tyson. Go- Goffey and uh, Goffey. Yeah, Goffey and Tyson had one as well. Yeah, yeah. Was yeah. Typhoon called Tyson. Yeah, Frank Tyson. That, that was his autobiography. This is going back to the fifties. It's yeah. going back. One outward nipper. One outward <laughs> small. Didn't they, used to, didn't they used to just kind of shout down a mine shaft and they up did. would appear they a did. great Yorkshire fast bowler? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Aye, they were the days. <laughs> and, and he'd been swinging to Aye. pick into pit. He'd been swinging it, and he'd, he'd come up, was. and they yeah, and they'd go up. You'll do for us. See you later. Our, our producer <laughs> is northern. Later. Our producer is northern. Is looking very excellent. Bemused. Let's carry Yo, on. He knows. He's got his whippet with him, tucked All down right. his trousers. <laughs> Has he got a flat cap on? All and right. a pint of John Smiths. All right. All right. All right. All right. Bah. <laughs>
<laughs> <laughs> anyway, moving swiftly on, yeah. as we were. Where were we? You know, I, I'm, no, but I, I mean, we're, we're present here with Dan. Dan yeah. hates, Dan, Dan, hates Dan. Our, man, our manager. Right. And, uh, oh, another and, hater. And, uh, yeah. Another outer. Dan, yeah, well, Dan, yeah, well, Dan, yeah. Dan goes from, from being sort of quietly tempered on Twitter yeah. and then suddenly comes oh, yeah, up with, yeah. A, yeah. with a large, I you know, you I hate this it. terrible man here I and know. I get rid of him. And, uh, Pent up anger. Yeah, there was an anger. But to be fair, after the Everton game, I think it was the second half. Everybody. Everybody was completely Everybody. justified. Yeah. But um, I had I did that live on air, funnily enough. <laughs> did you? It was quite embarrassing, really. And yet, we must yeah. come to the conclusion that uh, um, if we have the transfer ban, um, he may very well still be the man in possession of the job. God help us if that's God, true. Yeah, no thanks. Oh. But we'll see. Anyway, is there a competition? Oh, God blimey, Jonathan, there is. I completely clean forgot what it's it was about. It's because we started off I know. speaking so beautifully you were, No, you're making him. me laugh so much. Oh, I, got, I just you. completely forgot. I forgot who Joe. I was and where Joe. I am. No, Not for the no, first time. You're Dan, okay, Dan the, Silver. The, com- the competition name all Maurizio Sarri's trophies. No, that's uh, to be too yeah. quick, Dan, and everybody yeah. would know the answer. Yeah. No, the, comp- the competition, strangely enough, is... Who played for oh. both Chelsea and Cardiff oh, City? It's amazing, Chip. No, you can't. You can okay. say nothing, and I'll tell you why. Because there, are, I could only find four. Okay, so if you answer that correctly, you'd have already done twenty-five percent okay. of the quiz. Gordon Malholland. No, I don't no. know. Don't okay. even. Know. No, the bottom line is there are only four that I found, but that does not mean that there were only four Chelsea players. No, that no, no, absolutely. So actually, the challenge this week is to find more than four. So yeah. I'd love to know. Yeah. So yeah. there you go. Yeah. Yeah. Is there a prize? Uh, no, but you get uh, affirmation from us on the show. That's prize Phonus, enough. Exactly. Yeah. Phone us 0208 70 yeah. Of course, tweet at Lovesport Radio or tweet at Chelsea Fancast. I'm reliably informed that the winner will also get to glance at Ross Barkley's buttocks. Yeah. So there is That's, your there we prize. Go. Don't we'll go we'll send you Alex's photographs. <laughs> this is Lovesport. You're listening to the Chelsea Fan Show here on Love Sport Radio, and there is already argument yep. in the studio about our <laughs> quiz, which of course asks you to name all the players who played for both Chelsea and Cardiff. We're not quite at the punch-throwing stage yet, but we will keep you posted. There's plenty of time, so <laughs> don't worry about that. If you'd like to get in touch with your answers, that number is of course 0208 70 558. And talking of phones, I'm delighted to say we're joined on the line by Liam Toomey, who is the Chelsea correspondent for ESPN for our press report evening Liam thanks ever so much for joining us obviously very concerning scenes in the last week or so as Callum Hudson-Odoi has again been exposed to racist chanting and Maurizio Sarri has come up with quite a stern response to it and rightly so yeah I mean he he said I think football needs to do more he wants to see a rule put in not just for the Premier League but for all of football whereby if there is racist abuse from the stands um, that the referee has the power to stop a match. You know, if if one one player or one of the teams complains of uh, of any kind of abuse of that kind from from the stands, then they have the ability to stop the match for about ten minutes on the first offence and and see if uh, and see if that has any effect. And I mean, it doesn't seem like the worst idea. It's, it's certainly Sarri isn't the first person to suggest that. Um, and it, and it is clear that we need to do more to combat racism in football stadiums but I think what's less clear even among you know the people that are at the forefront of, of trying to combat this is, is exactly how we go about it it's not an easy issue to to deal with well indeed something stronger than what's happening already Liam and good evening by the way and thanks as ever for helping us out um I have to be honest what I find equally disturbing was the fact that uh Sarri hadn't even spoken to Callum Hudson-Odoi about it I mean you know, surely his duties and response, well, duty of care and responsibilities as a manager mean that he should have had a chat with him. I think Pochettino certainly talked to Danny Rose. So what, what's he playing at? 
It is odd. It is odd. And I think it's um I think it's the latest example of Sarri's perception of his own job as being extraordinarily narrow. Um he, he was appointed as as Chelsea head coach and I think that's he he's interpreted that role in, in the in the narrowest possible sense. I think he sees himself as a coach who works with players on the pitch, talks to them about tactical things and uh and their positions and, and how they can improve and, and so on and, and pretty much nothing else. So he you know, he's used the same sort of stock response um before when asked about whether he's spoken to Hudson Adoy about his future or or to Eden Hazard about his future. You know, it's this it's the same sort of deflection. I think he he uses it to sort of bat away um slightly bigger picture issues uh and try to, to focus on, on the football. And I, I don't necessarily know whether that comes from a bad place, but I think when you're when you're using it to essentially deflect um you know, taking a taking an active role in, in, in dealing with an incident of racist abuse, I think it's not a great look for any for any head coach of a major European club. You wonder whether he's had his fingers burnt though. They have a lot of people for with lots of jobs that seem to be set up to do exactly that. I mean Gary St- Straker is Staker? Staker, I can't yeah. remember. He's still he's, there. He's still yeah. there and he's very much the player's representative. Player liaison, isn't yeah. He? yeah. And you wonder in fact whether he may have said, "Don't worry, I'll I'll deal with it." I mean, obviously, you think that somebody who's the manager would then go and have a word with the with the boy, but you wonder whether um, somebody says, "Hang on, this is my role within the setup." Well, I'm, there I'm, was media outlets were saying that he'd been offered counselling, but we don't know who 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 from or well where that came from. From a count- yeah, but I mean, the club, I mean, in terms the, of who the club will have, yeah, it, the yeah. club will have a whole bevy of counsellors. Yeah. Sadly, I'm not amongst them, but I think I might be somewhat <laughs> conflicted if I was yes, to have that role. Slightly, uh, but uh, particularly if it was a player I didn't like. You <laughs> yeah. know, but anyway, uh, we should well, move look, on, uh, shouldn't we? <laughs> I was going to say, to say to, to, oh, sorry, sorry, go on. I think this I think this goes to the heart of a, a slightly broader issue, which is obviously at, at, at elite clubs, you know, clubs yeah. as big as, as Chelsea, as Liverpool and Tottenham, there is an army of people, yeah. you know, in, in all manner of departments. And and clearly, you know, even though Klopp and Pochettino might be the public face of, of these sorts of things, clearly they're not necessarily the ones directly dealing with them on the ground on a day-to-day basis. They'll yeah. be across it, obviously. Uh, of but, course. But I, I think there's, there's a growing expectation maybe on the managers of these huge clubs um, to be more than just managers, to well, be sort of like statesmen, to be sort of figureheads for their for their entire club. And I don't think Sarri sees himself like that. Well, I, I agree. And I mean, the, the, look, you know, Liam, I've run companies. And if one of my staff had, uh, you know, experienced something that was, you know, possibly quite traumatic, I would have made sure I had a chat with them to see how they were and offer offer some, you know, words of comfort at the very minimum. Because coming from the guy who heads the organisation, that could mean quite a lot. And I'm surprised that he didn't anyway. Yeah. we we I, Talking of Hudson-Odoi, I, I was, the other thing about it that, that struck me, we were talking about it a minute ago, funnily enough, is when he was asked, you know, had he seen Hudson-Odoi uh, playing for England, and I think you know, doing quite well to be frank. He said he hadn't really; he'd only seen the twenty minutes mm. that he wasn't very good in, or something along those lines. I might yeah. be misinterpreting. No, it. He, said, he said that, and basically, there was only one other Chelsea player involved was Giroud for France, so he could have quite easily watched, you know, watched the entire match. I mean, was that out of order, Liam? I mean, you know, surely again, you know, if, if, you're, if I'm Hudson Odoi, I would have wanted my manager to see my debut for England. I think it was another example of. Sarri saying something which is actually consistent with what he said before. He's told us before that he has pretty much no time for international football. He thinks it's a lower level than club football and there isn't really anything to learn from it. 
Um, but it's an example of, uh, of him saying something consistent with what he, what he said before, but not considering, either not considering or just not caring mm. how his comments might be perceived or interpreted. And I think, you know, it's, it's very valid to say, well, what's Hudson Odoi going to think when he sees those comments of, you know, the proudest moment of his career so far, probably, or at least right up there with his with his Chelsea debut. And his manager, you know, couldn't couldn't really be bothered to even, <laughs> even if he hadn't watched the whole game, couldn't even be bothered to, to lie and say that he had. <laughs> do you think maybe um, there's... Or, or feign more interest. Sure. Do you think decisions being made already and Sarri knows he's on the way out, end of the season, he's like, well... Pff, but Sarri said to... he isn't. Well, perhaps he knows that Adoy's on the way out. No, maybe the Savage's on the way out, and that's he's oh, kind of like he's like, well, you know what? I was going to go through the motions between now and May, and that's it. Or just not going to give a damn. Yeah, and yeah. maybe decisions being made, you're you're gone because you know Adoy's got more value to club than Savage, in my opinion. Well, I think that I think there's a more I think there's a more general issue at play here, which is that um, that Sarri is is frustrated and has been frustrated for the whole duration of this Hudson Adoy saga that essentially you know I get the impression from from everything that he said and the way he's acted when questions about Hudson Adoy are put to him that he he resents the idea that Hudson Adoy is being made to be a special case by you know by the media by Chelsea fans on social media by you know, he feels that there's a lot of pressure, and he dresses it up as pressure on Hudson Odoi. But, but Liam, what if he is a special you know, case? I mean, if if he's an unusual talent to a special extent, then shouldn't he be treated in a special way? Well, that's certainly that that that's certainly one one counter argument, and I'd also say he's a special case, he, he, even leaving his talent aside. And clearly, he's an exceptionally talented young footballer. He's a special case because this is an unprecedented situation for any. For any top club, I think we're you know we're in un- uncharted territory here, where an 18-year-old in his camp, I think, have very cleverly navigated this situation to a position of unparalleled leverage, where he's he's entering the final year of his contract. He's basically, I think, the minutes that he's got this season, he have kind of been leveraged minutes. He's been putting pressure on the club to to give him more opportunities by by this refusal to sign a new contract. And the one element that no one really planned on least of all Chelsea, was Bayern Munich coming in very, very publicly in January and offering to make him one of the most expensive teenagers in the history of the game. So now Chelsea are in a position, and Sarri is in a position which I actually sympathise with him for because there there isn't really anything that can prepare you for this. There's no there you know, there's no there's no previous examples to go on and Sarri you know, he's is, stubborn is as we've worked out, haven't we? He's a very stubborn man, but, Sarri, and so he's unlikely he's entitled... to be, have pressure to be put on him. So. Yeah, quite, quite but the opposite, JK, I mean, he's, he's entitled to, as every previous Chelsea coach you know, before mm. him, to prioritise immediate results because he knows that if he doesn't get fourth, he won't get a second seed. Yeah. Um, and if he feels that William and Pedro are the best way to go about that, you know, you can well, disagree. But mm. that, you can, you but, can, but I still think it was really disingenuous because he, I mean, he, he comes out with that line. Well, I've, you know, I, I can only play two wingers. Well, you could play one that's in better form than the uh, one of the other two, to mm. be frank. So that's just wrong, yeah. in my opinion. Well, and the most the most disingenuous thing about all of it, I think, is when the bit where he claimed that Hudson Odoi not not starting a Premier League game was only chance and that all the competitions are the same to him. That's yeah. clearly not true. There clearly is clearly a hier- yeah. There's clearly a hierarchy. He clearly has a Europa League team and a Premier League team. And when you look at the actual number of meaningful minutes 
um, that Hudson Odoi has been given by Sarri since the turn of the year. It's only a little bit more than the one than the 90 minutes that yeah. Southgate gave him against Montenegro. Yeah, you know, exactly. I think that even the minutes he gave him in the semi-final and final of the League Cup, you could, if you were being cynical, and I, you know, I'm half inclined to make this argument, you you say it says more about Sarri's uh, opinion of the League Cup than his opinion of Hudson Odoi. Mm. Uh, I'm just going to say one other thing, actually, about that. I mean, you know, Sarri's uh, stubbornness here, you know, it's not just that. I mean, I, I'm, I'm, well, maybe you do. I'm just going to ask you, do any of you lot call him out on that? You know, it's a bit like doing a, it, might, it sounds like you're doing a press conference with Donald Trump, you know, just clearly <laughs> saying, you know, ridiculously stupid things and just hoping that none of you are going to fact check him or call him out on that. Well, look, I think, uh, I think generally um, football, sports journalism is not, you know, sports journalism is not political journalism. It's not true. Um, it's not it's not that innately confrontational. Football press conferences are not generally confrontational, which is why it's newsworthy when they mm. are. Yeah, um, true. And, you know, I think, you know, everyone has a slightly different interpretation of what our job is. But the way I've always seen it is that we put the questions that that we feel need to be asked and then you let the manager you judge the manager by their response right. you know i don't i don't i've never seen a huge amount of value in in trying to get involved in in shouting no. manager, shouting matches with with managers well, you've got to I, work I with them all to, season haven't you you know so i get yeah that, exactly yeah. I, I prefer to ask the question and then the, you know their response is a matter of public record and people can take yeah. take it and, and judge it as they like I was intrigued to see that his father was the agent. We were led to believe it was his brother. Oh. His agent's one of the brother, yeah. and his father's name is Bismarck. Bismarck, who's and he's been named <laughs> after the the, uh, the, uh, the Prussian unificator yeah. of, um, well, of, of Germany. El Presidente. Well, he made himself yeah. that after yeah. I think after he'd unified Germany. Yeah. So he, well, was, J- he had JK, an iron fist, um, didn't he? So yeah, yeah sorry. Say, we digressed. Yeah, yeah. again. J- J.K. Callum, Callum's uh, father and his brother are, are basically oh. his two key advisors. Okay. They both they both have a big role. And, no, completely, uh, absolutely. And and they'll certainly yeah. I think I think his his dad is the one that is primarily, you know, I, I wouldn't even say steering his future because I'm sure Callum's making his own decisions one way or the other. But um, I'm I, I reckon his his dad is probably the most influential in the right. process. But of course, his brother's going to have a pretty big voice as well, especially because his older brother. You know, came through a Premier League academy. He was a, he was a youngster at Fulham, quite highly regarded at one point. Didn't didn't become a, a top level footballer, but has had a long career and knows how the game works. So, do you think that familial involvement is potentially a worry for for Chelsea, Liam? In the sense that we've seen with Marko Anatovic at West Ham, his agent is his brother Danielle, and a lot of West Ham fans basically see him as interfering and trying to force a move to China in January. Do you think that these arrangements where we see a player's family very closely involved with their transfer dealings ever end particularly well? I think it can, yeah. I I honestly don't see much of a difference um, in terms of good agents that are family versus bad agents that are family and, and good agents that are just agents. You know, I mean, we, we, we look at, um, you know, someone like Mino Raiola is a very controversial figure and he's always in the public eye. You can, and and it's clearly a divisive conversation as to whether or not he's a good agent or not. I'd argue he probably does a very good job for his clients. But when it comes to family, I think it all depends on, um, I think it all depends on competence really and, and the one advantage that you can generally have with family is that they usually have their client's best interests at heart because they're related to them. Um, 
And I'd also be slightly wary about what comes out of clubs with relation to, you know, agents that happen to be family because it's it's all a PR war, isn't it? I mean, at, at the end of the day, Hudson Odoi's father and brother don't owe anything to Chelsea. Yeah. They're mm-hmm. they're looking out for the for their brother and for for their son, for their brother. And if they decide that his future is best served at Bayern Munich or elsewhere, and they're going to do what it takes to get him there, then that, it's their perfect right to make, make that decision, really. Well, Liam, it sounds like I'll have to get my brother in on board to negotiate my next contract. Lovely talking to you, Liam Toomey there, Chelsea correspondent for ESPN. Don't go anywhere because coming up, we'll be talking about Giroud and Barkley. This is Love Sport. The Chelsea Fan Show here on Love Sport Radio with me, Johnny Burrow, and the guys from the Chelsea Fan Cast. It's Stamford Chidge, Jonathan Kidd, and Dan Silver. We've got a caller on the line. Yannick is getting in touch from Surrey. Yannick, I gather you want to talk about Barkley and Giroud. Yeah, evening, gents. Evening, um, yeah, mate. You okay? I'm well. How are you boys doing? Yeah, we're good, thank you. Excellent. I was hoping you'd all do something in barbershop there together. Um, <laughs> we could, if you like, after three. Only if you pay us, though, yeah. What should we say? Hello. Yeah, well, hello. Yeah, yeah. Hello. Yes, okay. One, two, three. Uh, hello. 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 Is that better? There you go. And, that, you and go. that's why I'm a special guest. You, something um, like that. <laughs> anyway, bye, do, Yannick. Thanks very much. Yeah, thanks for your time, Yannick. Have a nice bye. day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Brilliant. <laughs> I do. I do want to get your boys' take on Giroud and Barkley, but yeah. quickly, I was I was listening to Liam talk yeah. to you guys there. A really interesting mm. lot of things he had to say. Um, just quickly to on on Callum personally, I I actually feel his, his game time and competitions and whatever. I feel like he's been handled perfectly if it was organic. Yeah. yeah. But as Liam quite rightly said, it, it's due to leverage from his camp and the player and stuff like if this was all natural that we pulled him out of the academy because he's a world-class wonder kid and we gave him these said minutes there'd be no issue mm-hmm. it's just all the sort of narrative and drama like jose or conte would wouldn't have plucked him out as a teenager and played him in the first team so i do no, I agree. I do they sympathize. wouldn't have played him at all absolutely agree well yeah, yeah and I, I on that i do sympathize with sorry a little bit because he's not a coach that plays youth generally which hasn't served him well in this instance but He's also a coach that doesn't really play youth and he's playing a kid and, you know, he's happy with it, but I feel like he's getting a bit of a hard time of it all. Mm. But anyway... Good point, I, I Yannick. Off. Good point. Yeah, thank you. I, yeah, I want to get your gents take on um, probably mainly Giroud because mm. scored a perfect hat-trick for us in the Europa League with an assist to boot. Um, and, um, a great booted assist. <laughs> yeah, I was just literally thinking of that, um, of that pun I did accidentally. Anyway... Um, <laughs> Also, scoring for France in consecutive games in a very good French team, you know, functioning well for them. I do really like Giroud. I've, I think you said in the show before, he's become a little bit of like a, a sort of short-term cult hero yeah, yeah, for Chelsea fans. Um, but then again, as a bit of a football nerd, I've always loved Higuain. And um, even though he's a little bit over the hill, well, I think he's the same age as Giroud, if not a year younger saying that. But um, I really like him as a player. Stylistically, and we've seen a couple of the goals he scored for us for absolutely blinding, and we've seen him make those those refreshing runs that we haven't seen from a Chelsea striker from a for a while. You know, this, even if it's just on the shoulder, straight down the middle, but he just keeps making those runs. I really like the look of him, but I don't know who I'd want to start now. And I wanted to get your your fellas' takes on it. For me, the man the man in front at the moment is Giroud, and yeah. our, our main talisman, Eden Hazard prefers playing with Giroud so surely that's a good point you know yeah, that's a good point yeah I mean 
the, the, the goals that um, he's got, a couple against Huddersfield, which kind of, you know, they're not really goals because Huddersfield is such a bad team at the moment. Um, yeah. I'd, I'd like to... Fulham, Fulham, yeah. Good, I mean, listen, he's... he's <laughs> He's he's a, a Surrey boy. He's made some great runs, but he's also been he's been disappointed. He doesn't you know, seem to be influenced by form much, Surrey though, does he? That's the trouble. Well, Surrey, yeah. the other way, got you his could favorites. actually have taken that whole of that uh, Europa League side out and stuck it against Everton, and they probably would yeah. have done better than we did in yeah. the. Uh, I mean, in the whole all these of the 90 all these minutes. players are supreme athletes. That their entire clock is trained by these performance coaches, food coaches, fitness coaches, the mm. flights. He could have come back and done seventy minutes against Everton Giroud. And then being mm. subbed, I just, I just player scores a hat trick and you know, albeit against an inferior opposition. But it's, it's stubbornness again. It's stubbornness. Yeah, that's the whole down. point. But also, it? were they playing Sarismo against Kiev? They were pressing well, whatever, hugely. But I mean, no, but I think it's. I think it's. I think it's important though, Chief, because, because, because well, because no. Higuain just can't seem to deal with it, even though he's the man you'd well, have thought could, but the could point, actually but, play, you know, Dan, playing in that system. Dan's nailed it. I mean, you know, most managers, you would like to think would select their teams based on form. You know, we always say it when we get a bit, you know, cross and angry about players not being picked. We always reel back and say, oh, yeah, yeah. But we don't see them in training. Yeah. You have to respect the manager's decision there. Yeah. But, you know, clearly Oliver Giroud, on the back of a hat-trick and for the likes of Hazard, you know, being able to play with Hazard perhaps better than Higuain, you would have thought he would have picked him. Or another manager might actually go, you know, I'll tell you what, we're really struggling for goals at the moment. Why don't we play Higuain and, and Giroud together? together. Well, he's but not, he's not going to do it because yeah, he goes 4-3-3. Three, three. We we no, very few teams play two up front at all. True enough. That's the thing. Which is, you but, know. That, that, but that that would be, you know, Juventus a team do. that's lacking goals. Like, it has are in a truly free number 10 role behind two yeah. strikers that have got different playing attributes in Iguain and Giroud. They do. They are different. It, it does sound appealing, but functionality in mind. Work. It's a different and, uh, system thing, completely, isn't it, Yannick? Well, exactly, that. but not not to, to blow more smoke up Dan because he said something else that was interesting oh. and probably... No, no, you do. Well, he well he doesn't get it enough yet. Yeah, no. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Blow that smoke. Come on. Well, he's got me a ticket for the football, so... Oh. Um, you, can, you can blow the smoke um, up then. Inside job, mate. Yeah, yeah but... Um, what, what, you, what you did say, what you did say, Dan, is about how um, Hazard likes playing with you. I think Griezmann, Antoine Griezmann, said something similar recently for France. People do love playing mm. with him, and for a team that may be failing a bit systemically, and is and, and regardless to how like people might laugh about Sarri's mentality comments, it's clearly an issue within the players. So if you've got a player that you trust more on the pitch that you enjoy playing with more, surely that can only enforce a positive there, and you know start. When wingers start bouncing balls, you know Hazard could be one-twoing with him, bouncing the ball off him, and then if you know, God forbid, we do play Hudson Odoi, if he plays on the right, he can whip in a cross, and Giroud loves a header. So, yeah, and, you know, maybe maybe the decisions made up. You've you've helped me come to my decision yeah. of Giroud over Higuain. But the, but the perspective of all this has been our, our wins against Kiev and Huddersfield, which have probably been our most convincing wins of the season, have been against massively inferior opposition. So, because mm. you know, because after the Kiev game, I said, "Well, yeah, it's great. We beat a you know a team of you know a very young team of farmers and five 0 So it wasn't <laughs> you know it wasn't necessarily a true reflection on where Chelsea are. Huddersfield are, no. are going to get relegated this weekend, most likely, and they're just going to beat you know Derby's record of you know f- you know fourteen points. So we we, we are yeah. where we are because you know a culmination of many factors, which could be an entire show of its own its own making. You know when mm. we. Playing some, you know, maybe the Spurs win two 0 aside. We played some with decent teams. We've been, we've been hopeless, absolutely hopeless, mm. irrespective of whether it's been Giroud or, um, 
Yeah. Uh, what's his face? I forgot his name now. Higuain. Higu- yeah, Higuain up front. Mm. You know, 5 new against mm. Huddersfield, 5 new against Kiev. Yes, it's a great, great win, but you know, the perspective is they're poor sides and you'd expect Chelsea to beat them even with a, you know, a, a yeah. half a half a first He's made his mind up because he only plays with about 13 players, doesn't he, Sarri? So he's decided the 13 yeah. players are the following. I will well, play, apparently I will Pep play told him that, didn't they? Yeah, I mean, yeah. and there's this, this thing about Kepa as well. In, fa- in fairness, most of the games that Chelsea play, we don't actually give up that much in, you know, in our offensive third because everyone right. sits back against us. So the occasional counter-attack, the chances are that Kepa's not going to make that many saves because no one attacks us. We're the easiest team to play against yeah. in the Premier League. I'm very happy with Kepa. Yeah, oh, so am I. So am I. I mean, he hasn't really had a chance to prove himself because every time we play a team like Wolves, they've barely had an attack. And as soon as they mm. you know, got the counter-attack, deflected goal, 1-0 down. So, you know, his stats well, are a bit yeah. misleading. I mean, he's done enough for me in terms of... Um, He's demonstrated his ability in quick cat-like reflexes. Yeah, you know, some we've, good seen, saves. we've seen the good saves, and we've seen the we've seen the confidence on the boys. There's been a couple of mix-ups because he's still yeah, quite young. Happens. But I mean, you know, confidence of playing out with the back and good distribution. Yeah, but, well, but I did want to also ask you, chaps, about Barkley in the last three games for England. He's been excellent. Right back to um, the win against Spain, the three-two, mm-hmm. when he you know he t- suddenly turned into Perlo and played that ball to Harry Kane. And, <laughs> the scouse, you know, let's the, not get ahead of ourselves. Yeah, let's get the scouse Perlo. <laughs> I mean, come on, Yannick, come on. He hasn't even got a beard, mate. Yeah. Steady on. I I photoshopped a Photoshop a while ago when Barkley was in that purple patch for us mid-season. I did like a, I was playing on Photoshop. I did a little thing with like a big number eight graphic and him and Lampard either side of it, and I got absolutely torn to pieces. Yeah. Yeah. Can, can you can you understand can you understand why, Yannick? <laughs> yeah, you know, okay. uh, naive on Twitter, really. I know. But, um, but um, yeah, so I, for me, I'm uh, you know like many Chelsea fans. I I think Ruben's got too much to, to not have him starting in that space. But if he's got a bad back and his mm. fitness is not up, would you would you chaps? Well, I mean, because I was definitely I you was could, in the you could, you could, camp. Yeah, you could bro. play. You could play uh, Barkley mm. and. Uh, Loftus cheek, you know, either side of yeah. whoever's in the middle. Okay, Jorginho. Yeah, yeah, but that, the birthday boy gets left out then. Kante's oh, of course, Kante. Well, no, oh, I know. Mm. But I'll tell you what, play Kante instead of Jorginho. Then there yeah. we go. That'll work. Well, yeah, yeah, no. but but he doesn't. He doesn't. He's never played. He's never played yeah. in like a single base. But he's been therein lies position. the problem again. He'll never do it. He's too stubborn. La 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 yeah, la. Yeah, but but. For Kante, in all his successful positions, he's either been in a two or a yeah. three. How did he do against? Um, how did he do for France this week, uh, Yannick? Oh, man, a match wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah, but he he's, I was he playing at the base of a midfield? Yeah, he's playing playing where he should be playing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. Because in the in the World Cup, if you looked like where the space he was, he was occupying, he never played in like a pivot role. And you know, for for Chelsea and Leicester and stuff, he was always in the two. So I don't know. I you know I'm yeah. I Play him in a two then. Yeah, well, exactly. I mean, that that that, that that would be that would be probably the most sensible thing, wouldn't it? It would be play play a system that affords Kante to be in a two as a box to box with someone that gets rid of the ball like a drink water, like a Fabregas. Yeah, oh, we've got well, Jorginho. You go four two three one. You have Kante and Jorginho front three, and then a striker. That's that's what this team yeah. is set up for. Not for exactly. Three, three. And you could have Hazard in a ten, a free roll where he runs about, yeah. and then you could have Hudson Odoi and Pedro. You yeah, know, or Willian. Um, yeah. that's, that's, yeah, that's, yeah. This team is set up to play like that, not four three three. Yeah, boring. Yeah, or Ruben. Ruben in the ten. Yeah, yeah. Ruben in the ten. Hazard on the left. 
Yeah, it's I mean, never, that, never yeah, supposed like you to say, go, not go anywhere. So that's the problem with it. It doesn't that it, they're supposed to be an end product. They don't deliberately pass the ball sideways just, just to <laughs> frustrate. Know, John, Jonathan is Sarri's sole defender yeah. left yeah, yeah. in this studio. I understand what he's trying to do. Yeah, he just can't do it <laughs> yeah. with these players. Oh, yeah. I champion the no, concept. That's, that's I, the truth, though. I understand, Dan. I know I said, you think he's terrible. No, no, but you do. You do. No, no, no. Yeah, I think he's terrible because every manager has got a philosophy. And they are able. Top like Pep Guardiola's got a philosophy, but he can tweak a game. He can change a game. In-game management yeah. is brilliant. Sarri is so belligerent, no, so narrow-minded. That doesn't prevent me from understanding what he's oh, trying I, to I do. I totally understand. It, you know, I did see Napoli last season, yeah. so I do, I do get what he's playing at. But at the moment, he hasn't got the tools to do it. So adapt your no, game. Indeed, indeed. Adapt yeah, your yeah, game, no. and then next season, if he's get the chance, then then play Sarri. But but right now, he That's hasn't it. got the tools for it. That's my argument. The, narr- the narrative here is, is, is people getting really simplistic and then sensationalist about everything. R- really, systemically, his style of football is really compelling, it's interesting, and provided it's executed appropriately, it's incredibly hard to break. But that provided, incredibly... Yannick, is the important part. It'll well, be... exactly. I mean, I'm not championing championing sorry anymore. I'm just saying that this football got the world's attention because it was refreshing. Some people came up with a word to call it that he didn't, and he maintains he thinks it's ridiculous. I'm sorry, bro. But it's it's the world that looked in to look yeah. at this is fantastic. He wanted Maurizio. No, 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 no. So conceptually, <laughs> conceptually, and in theory, that with Chelsea's finances and backing would sounded like a great concept. Well, but... Yannick, it could still work. Lovely talking to you, yeah. Yannick, calling Thank in you. from Surrey. There, Dave well Chichi is shaking his head at me, possibly rightly. The first test coming up for Sarri is of course against Cardiff at the weekend and we're still asking for your responses to our quiz which is to name all the players who played for both Cardiff and Chelsea you can get in touch on 0208 70 20 558 or at Love Sport Radio on Twitter This is Love Sport in modern football, we often see teams complete a transfer before the window is even open. Scandalous. Uh, one such deal is, of course, the move of Christian Pulisic to Chelsea from Dortmund. But he's managed to get injured before he's even arrived at the bridge. That's trouble with international football, Johnny. Should, shouldn't be allowed, really. Is it a bad injury? I'm not sure. I mean, the is Yanks will ego? know. Has if any of the Yanks are listening, because I know we, we know you all love him, well, you ring, us in, ring up and tell us. What, I mean, they would have probably watched the match. Is on it a metatarsal? I mean, I'm sorry, but uh, you know, I, I had a lot of international football to watch uh, this last week, so I didn't even have 20 minutes to watch the USA play, so I didn't actually <laughs> see him get injured. So he scored the goal in a one-all draw yeah, with Chile, was he? then taken off. It's a muscle injury. It's looking like Knowledge. three or four weeks out. Oh, I'm impressed. It's on his screen. Oh, you just it pe- is on my screen. Oh, you're a spoiler. So he yeah. cheated all the, time. all the time. And I was begging him up. Yeah. Oh, Blimey. spoiler. It's lucky yeah. Jonathan can see my screen. Or there'll be all well, kinds of things going you're, you're on. You're right. Yeah. I mean, that's quite a long way for Jonathan and his aged it's, eyes it, these days. To see. I'm not seeing. I'm just seeing okay. a footballer. I'm presuming it's Pulisic. <laughs> okay. yeah. Anyway, so he's out for three or four weeks. That's not serious. That's, that's not serious no. injury. I mean, it's not like an ACL that's or something. Let's not panic yet. But how are you looking at him more broadly? I mean, we're having these ongoing rows. I have no idea how he plays. But he didn't doesn't get in the in the Dortmund side. He does get in the Dortmund no, side. No, and, and, and Sancho gets in ahead of him. Yeah. What does that tell you? But Sancho is better. Yeah, why don't we go? I mean. Why don't we buy him instead? <laughs> well, San- Sancho, I think, would have set you back a fair bit yeah, more. I should say. We've still got this argument going on about Callum Hudson Odoi. It's looking like he will probably still be at Stamford Bridge next season. Who yeah. says? Most well, people this week, yeah, including yeah, Sarri. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, he'll most likely will let him go well, on free. Did you not? 
earning mean, appara- appara- apparently a week. well quite possibly yeah. I, you know did you hear uh, christiansen's comments this week no. i think he let the cat out yeah. of the bag somewhere oh. well this is the other good thing about the international what kind of cat was it? well if you be quiet <laughs> what i'll was tell the you bag? if you be quiet was it a hold all if you just zip your mouth i will tell you no apparently he was saying that he had been told that nobody is allowed to leave this summer because of the impending transfer ban so either he's kind of spoken out of turn which is interesting and i think he may have well been doing it because that includes him and i think he was quite keen well, does on that going. mean they stay even though the the contract will run out they'd rather well, have them stay because and yeah, then leave, because they leave can't, for nothing because they can't replace them absolutely and that's the key so you know let's face it uh chelsea okay they stand to lose a lot of they stand to lose what say let's say 75 million on on hazard and However, they might earn that money by finishing further. Well, up maybe, the yeah, but they, they they lose seventy-five million on Hazard. They'll lose another. I mean, they might lose a hundred, hundred and fifty million out of it. But let's face it, they can probably wear it. You know, I mean, if they were another club, they might not be able to. And maybe that's well, if they're in the Europa League again, it might mean they advance and they make that yeah, who knows? make that who money knows? back. Yeah, but I'm beginning to think that they might well keep hold of them. I really am. That's my thinking as well. And I mean, there's also a negotiating chip here, isn't there? There's like, look, you know, um, we'll let you go for free. You can get more money from whoever you're going to, you know. But then by then he might have thought, well, actually, I'm in the first team. I'm playing regularly. I'll just sign another contract. Who knows? But, I mean, I'm talking about Hazard as well, of yeah. course. Oh, OK. Right, right. You know, who knows? But, I mean, that's my interpretation. Of it. I'd be interested to hear what Johnny no, says. I, I, Johnny's done research, you see. <laughs> no, I, I agree with you in terms of that. I think the expectation this week has to be that Callum Hudson-Odoi will stay at least for one more year. With that in mind, if you do end up with Hudson-Odoi and Pulisic... And Sarri. And Sarri. (laughs) Crucially, Jonathan, (laughs) we are already seeing this situation, right, where one player can't... One young winger can't get in the team. So you're going to have another one. Is Pulisic going to play any football? In the Europa League. (laughs) (laughs) But no, all all of the competitions are the same to Sarri, Jonathan. He doesn't prioritise. He's a a commercial signing to a great... A big extent because they're trying to just to sell shirts in America. Oh, he's, yeah, he's he's a he's a big deal in America. Pulisic comes to Chelsea and suddenly, like you know, they they gain X thousands of new fans, sell some shirts, people yeah. come and watch him. Are they really that cynical? Yeah, yeah of course they are. Yes. Oh hell yeah! There's, football's changed so much; it's about money now, money, but, money, money, money. But he is also rated incredibly player. highly, he's right? Yeah, player. and we have yeah. seen it in the past in the case of say Park Ji Sung when he went to. To United, oh, where sorry. we hear well, reports yeah. that a player is being signed just for commercial reasons because they're from a certain part of the world, and while that might be an element, they can turn up and still actually be really good. Um, uh, Human Song at Spurs is an outstanding player. Yeah, yeah, and he's come from. Did he come from Dortmund as well? Or Germany, he came right? from Bayer Leverkusen. Yeah, I mean, this is a, he's a talented player, but again, he's young. And personally speaking, I'd rather you know promote Callum if I was given the choice. So with that, do you think that the club can't or won't do both? Well, the issue is you've got Pedro and William, both the wrong side of 30, and wingers necessarily don't have, you know, once they get their pace goes, they're not as, you know, crucial as they were. So maybe he's thinking like long-term, you know, Callum, uh, Pulisic will come into a place. um, uh, gets worse. It's that he seems to run around like... He's inconsistent. Like Duracell bunny in in, uh, in sort of for a burst and then falls over. I never remember the time when he, he... try and defend his own half and get away a corner with some awful defending. But you know what? You know, so somebody needs to get the managers to read the memo. You know that if if Chelsea don't like keeping players who are over thirty or giving them contracts longer than a year, that means that they'd rather have under thirties playing. Yes. Somebody should tell the manager Absolutely, that rather than try to get them to get because these actually, and I'm in. not. This is not for those of you listening, tweeting me rude stuff about me being anti-Sarri. Um, this is not about just about Sarri. Conte tried to 
basically buy loads of over 30s. Bonucci, Mourinho, Chiellini. Yeah, Mourinho was no different. Yeah. You know, a lot of these managers do it. And here's the thing. Nothing will change at this club until the people person running it <laughs> say it is as important to us for you to bring and develop and put through young players at this club as it is to win trophies. And your job will not be on the line if you don't win a trophy. Do you think that it might be that he is saying this to the rest of the board? He's saying, I want these players to play. And the manager is is giving them friction I by not no wanting idea. it. No, we never know. But no I'm just intrigued as, well, I tell you what as we do to why know. that we know we, that... Yeah. We, we yeah. do know that Roman Abramovich does not go into the dressing room anymore. It's not even there anymore. Exactly. But we know that he used to. Yeah, regularly. We so, used to go to the matches as well. well yeah, yeah. He's, he's, well, he's not been in the country. So nobody can't that, get to the dressing room if he's not turning so I, to I would, the So I would therefore suspect no, but I, I have no idea. None of us do. Not even Blue Squirrel knows the answer no, to that one. No. <laughs> I Blue suspect. Squirrel's been very quiet with me. Yeah. Yeah. Do squirrels normally? Oh talk? no, this is sorry. Blue squirrel is our source, like like deep throat, but it's yeah. blue squirrel. Blue squirrel. Yeah. Yeah. And he, he's I, I a was, I, was blue, I was blue thong for a bit, but it I didn't see. work very well. No, right. near Ross Barkley or not? It's only because he had, near Ross. No. <laughs> yeah. He had photographs of him himself in a blue thong. That's why it didn't work right. very well. Well, if if you'd like to see those, yeah. get in no, touch on 0208. Chidge is not me. Well, I am shocked. One man who I'm sure has never worn a blue thong is Gonzalo Higuain. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. In just a moment. <laughs> this is Love. It is the Chelsea Fan Show here on Love Sport Radio. And normally, when a player retires from international duty, there's this perfect mixture of happiness and sadness. There's a sorrow that the career is over, but a delight at the joy that the fans have brought him, a thanks to receive the great honour of representing his nation. Not so in the case of a certain Mr. Gonzalo Higuain, whose statement on his uh, announcement of international retirement, which came today, is fairly extraordinary, Mr. Chidge. I mean, yeah, I remember because I've got a very good friend who uh, works in Italian, works in the media in Italian football. The old Sheridan Bird, who was on the first Chelsea fancast ever, by the way, uh, nearly 11 years ago. And I had a really good chat with him before Higuain uh, turned up because he'd written a very interesting article in one of the main papers about, about Higuain. And one of the things that he said was that the trouble with Higuain, who's really, really excellent and very, very good, but might be a bit past his sell-by date. That sound familiar at all? But uh, <laughs> apparently he, he, he quite often missed a lot of really easy chances in massive games. Particularly for Argentina, yeah, not but, least the World Cup exactly, final. Exactly, particularly for Argentina, but also for his club side. I mean, he's known for it. Uh, and, and lo and behold, he's retired from uh, Argentina, apparently. Retired from international duty this week. But we were just talking about this off air. He's reeled off this absolute diatribe. It's absolutely spectacular. I know. I mean, <laughs> absolutely. I mean, I'm not going to read the whole thing. It'd take too long. But he's basically saying that, that uh, nobody cares. Only, but the people only remember the goals he's missed. And nobody cares about the ones he's scored. And uh, he's gone through hell because of it. And uh, he's suffered for the national team. But nobody cares about that. And uh, and basically that he's not going to be playing anymore. He'll be watching from the outside, and uh, everybody will be delighted by it. I I actually think it's sad. It is unbelievable, and it's hilarious what because you bit? think you're a grown man and you've had a really spectacular career at the international level as well. He's missed chances, but as he's saying, he's scored bags of goals for Argentina. Yeah. Yeah. But surely it is petty to and sort of a shame to at the point where you retire go. Well, you were never nice to me anyway, so. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of, in a weird way, it's kind of refreshingly honest as well. <laughs> I, I actually quite admire yeah, that. I do kind of like that kind of brutal yeah. honesty about it. You know, I've scored almost one in two international levels, but you don't Has like Has he me. really? Has well, he 31 really? 31 and 75. That's pretty good. Yeah. It's a very man. good record. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, but you see, that's the thing about Argentina. And I think that, that maybe that would be a lesson to us all, you see, because their expectations are to win World Cups. And if you've missed goals in World Cup semi-finals like yeah. he did, he, they don't forget. But that. he missed in the final. And he missed and, in the final and too. Of course, they? they lose that game yeah, in extra yeah, time. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I think in Argentina, they view Higuain as this guy who cost them the World Cup. Which... Frankly, he's lucky they didn't string him up. You know, <laughs> yeah, that's the kind of thing they do out there. They don't, they don't suffer defeat very well, do no. they? Isn't that Venezuela? Yeah, they're not very... Columbia. No, I think, no, yeah, the, the, yeah, the occasion where it's actually happened was in Colombia, yeah. where a, a yeah, yeah, Escobar, Escobar. 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 And that was a knockout stage as well, wasn't it? Brilliant film about that, that isn't there? That, by the way, yeah. wasn't a case of fans not taking defeat. That was no, actually no, no, no. a gang-related yeah. bet scenario where his own goal had cost someone a lot of money. Obviously tragic, and I'm sure Higuain. Brilliant film. Go and watch it. I will have to. Yeah. I, I'm sure Higuain is safe from all of that, regardless of any chances he missed. But as Chelsea fans, does this mean anything particular to you? Do you look at this and question his character, or are you just quite amused? Well, he's always had a bit of a character. Fairness, I mean, he's, he's said that he's, he's, he's putting all his energy into playing for Chelsea. So, that well, so you're delighted? All, I'm absolutely well, delighted, because <laughs> at the moment <laughs> it's not working as well as it ought Until to be, May. considering he's the infernal he, goal machine. Are you a bit worried about the fact that he also said it's very competitive indeed? Yeah, and he likes it, though, he said. Yeah. yeah, But I think, yeah, possibly he's not... It's, um, it's a bit harder than I thought yes, it would be, not, is the I'm, translation, yeah, In brackets, I'm not sure I'm quite up to it. Yeah, exactly that, I'd like him to be because I want to see him score some great goals. We've seen glimpses of it. I mean, he doesn't pull the trigger enough. Well, but when he has pulled the trigger, yeah. he looks like a natural yeah. striker, yeah. and that encourages me. Yeah. But there yeah. you go. Yeah, I'm encouraged as well. And yeah. at least at Chelsea, he won't have the chance to miss uh, miss a chance in the World Cup final. At the very least, no, he won't. But there are plenty of other opportunities, like a Europa Cup final, <laughs> or a semi final, or the. The, the, the key game in the run-in, which would mean we get into top four. So he's got plenty well, of opportunities for that Stopping yet. Liverpool in the league at Anfield. Yeah, Liverpool, you know, there's all kind of sorts thing. of opportunities yeah. yet. You know, he's got time, Johnny. Do you have faith in him as not a striker? Really. Do you not? No. no. You don't think he's still learning? No. I've got very little faith in the entire squad at the moment, if I'm honest. No. <laughs> I mean, I feel for him, but he, you know, he, he was brought in to be the saviour of Sarri in the season. He was. Uh, and not, not his fault. He's getting a bit old. It takes some players a long time to adjust the Premier League. He hasn't really had the time, but it's not worked, has but it? But he does run some good lines, though. Yeah, but he doesn't yeah. picks him out. That's a problem. No, that's right. I mean, the only time I think it was it Jorginho's pass... Was it the Kiev match with that lovely pass over the top and he took a really bad, heavy first touch? Yeah. That was, that, that's what he can do. Well, I'm afraid that's the end of the cycle of us talking <laughs> about Gonzalo Higuain to the joy of many people. Chidge. JK. In all the years you've been following Chelsea, you hardly ever miss a match, home or away. But how would you feel if you couldn't be there and it's not on TV? Oh, Chich, I'd be bereft, inconsolable. The thought of missing my beloved Blue Boy's life. <laughs> it's all too much. <laughs> I know, JK, I know. It's all a bit too much, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> well, panic not. NordVPN have come to the rescue. They have? Yep, NordVPN allows us to watch any match, even if it's not on live TV here. They do? Yeah, they do. With just one click, they switch your virtual location to a country which is showing the match and they act as your cyber bodyguard whilst online, protecting your personal data and sensitive info like card details and passwords. Oh, wow. Great. Uh, But yeah, I bet that'll cost me a fortune. Actually, JK, it's only the price of a cup of coffee per month and you can use your account across six devices. It's a bargain, JK. And best of all... 
No more tears for you. Oh, thank you. Thank you, NordVPN. I'm so happy. I could cry. <laughs> Where do I sign up, Jidge? Well, to get the best discount off your NordVPN plan, go to nordvpn.com forward slash Chelsea Fancast. There's no risk with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee, and you'll help support the Chelsea Fancast. The link is in the podcast episode description box. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Love Sport. This is Love Sport. Do uh, Blue Day. Blue Day? Yeah, it's gone. It's oh. gone. We'll have it back. He won't get his royalties now. Oh. We'll sort it out, Jonathan, I promise I'll, you. I'll give you 20p later. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you are listening That's to the Chelsea Fan Show here on Love Sport Radio with me, Johnny Burrow and Stamford Chidge, Jonathan Kidd and Dan Silver from the Chelsea Fancast. We had a tricky moment over the news. We had to deal with a phone call from a tearful Gonzalo Higuain, uh, but he's been put to bed now and is fine. If you'd like to get in touch, it's 0208 70 20 558 or at Love Sport Radio on Twitter. And now to the big, big question, lads. Can Chelsea get top four? Well, ostensibly, one would say it's going to be blooming well difficult. I think the real problem is that we just don't know which Chelsea's going to turn up. But uh, uh, with eternal credit to the wonderful uh, Rick Glanville and others who do this pre-match briefing thing on the Chelsea website, I found a really brilliant analysis of it. You know, I did one the other week. Well, mine's rubbish because theirs is clever. Yeah. yeah, because basically they've done like a form guide thing. And basically, uh, you, you know, we're we're in trouble, really, because we are sixth in terms... Actually, no, there's only one team above us, really, Fulham. that's in worse form than us. No, no, I'm talking about the top, the top oh, right, six. Right, right, right. And that's that Spurs, who have kind of melted down. But it's really quite intriguing. And I mean, basically, it goes into, well, it's really going to be a question of whether you're playing at home or away, and then who are you playing? If you're playing people who are challenging for places in the top six then that's going to be harder but also if you are challenging people who are facing relegation that's going to be hard so ideally you would want eight games against uh leicester <laughs> but you're not gonna get them you know we've just got the one against them we? i think have we got leicester yeah, last, we have last we? Game oh, it's the last game of the season yeah. isn't it yeah. yeah when of course it'll all be done and dusted well, i think that we'll get 11 points well they reckon the maximum week well this is the other thing have a, have a look at that yeah. the maximum we can get is 81 and everybody above us, the maximum they can get is clearly above what we can get. Although we are close to United. I mean, we've got a chance of catching either United, Arsenal and possibly Spurs. So we need one. You could catch all of those teams. Four points is we, not we, I know, because we're only four points behind uh, Arsenal. Though Arsenal have got, um, they've got, you know, Arsenal apparently have got the easiest run in. But they've got the worst away record yeah. of anybody in the top seven. And they've got to go away to Wolves, Everton and Watford. But, but this is presuming Burnley. that we play well. Well, that's the thing, isn't, isn't it? it? You know, after the Everton game, with the complete capitulation in the second half, it doesn't matter how well we play in the first half, when we were excellent again. Yeah. But you can't score if you can't score. Yeah. And you, and you defend lousily at corners yeah. or at set pieces. Yeah. You've had it. Yeah, exactly that. So I think we're going to get 11 points from that and finish sixth. Well, yeah, be, I think we're going I to th- I think our best chance of Champions League is to win the Europa League, yeah. I'm honest. Yeah. Which I have to say, fighting no. talk. No, but I think we'll, we'll play Arsenal in the final and we'll lose. I don't think Arsenal will go. Not fighting talk. No, no, no. I think we'll play Napoli in the final. We'll play Napoli in the final and we'll lose. We'll, we'll get Napoli in the final and Sarri will, will, will do a Benitez and throw it 
He'll cry. Because he it's, loves it's Napoli more than us. Too emotional for him to yeah. deal with. Yeah. Well, on the Sarri front, one man who's weighing in on this issue is Mark, who's called into the show from Cincinnati, Ohio. Yeehaw. It's a long way, Mark. Welcome. Thanks very much for your call. I'm reliably informed that you're a Sarri fan, but that you have some concerns, as I think we all do. Yes, afternoon, gentlemen. How are you guys doing? All right, yeah, mate. Good, good to hear you. Doing? I'm doing well. Before I start, I'm going to need you guys to quit slagging off my boy Pulisic. He's more than a <laughs> 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 kid can play. It's because we don't know. Play. You see. I know. I know. <laughs> I know. To be fair, Mark, I did say he's a decent player. What more do you want? Blood? You said he was a shirt signing deal no no that I didn't was, no, that, that was Dan <laughs> no, that was me my friend you can, you can, when, listen when I see you when I see you for the, the football match and give you your tickets then you can have a go at me in real time <laughs> he'll, be, he'll be wearing a Chelsea no, Pulisic yeah. shirt I'll give be you easy a hug then I definitely won't go with you I'll give you a hug <laughs> brilliant uh, so basically about sorry uh, when the season started there were two ways I thought the season could go which it could be somewhat successful one was do what most managers do they play with the team they have and yeah. go all out and try to win. Or he could have tried his style and integrate the players who I feel are going to be here for more than one or two years. And I think when he got into trouble was when he kind of mixed the two, yeah, where he said, okay, I'm going to keep playing my style, but I'm not going to play the younger players. And for me, that's when I became somewhat nervous mm. about Saar because we weren't getting the results. And he was losing the fan support. I honestly believe if he had played, if he played Callum Moore, RLC Moore, and Christensen, if we were in the exact same spot, I think the fans would have a much more favorable view of him than what he has now. Because, you know, you say, okay, we're losing, but at least we're working towards something as to where he keeps play- picking the same players, and they're probably not going to be here more than one or two years, even with the transfer ban. And for me, I think that's where his biggest mistake is as a coach. What do you guys think? Well, I'm, in, I'm inclined to agree, actually, with that. Although I think there are other things going on as well. And I, I think, uh, look, I've written about this many times. But the bottom line is Chelsea supporters are, if anything, they are pragmatic. We don't, we don't believe in philosophies at all. And when you have a manager who's stubborn and won't change it's going to grind a lot of supporters' gears, and that's what it's done. I mean, there's a guy called Michael Cox. Go and uh, Google Michael Cox ESPN. He wrote a fabulous article this week basically saying much the same, that it's it's just such an incredible mismatch having Sarri manage Chelsea because, you know, we laughed at uh, this kind of football and us trampling all over it for 15 years. The Arsenals of the world, the Barcelonas of the world, you know, for us... It's about our philosophy, if we have one, is A, completely opposite to theirs. And it's about, you know, it is about counterattacking. It's not about pleasing the neutrals and being loved. We just like to win and we like to have physicality and we like to have people like Terry and Costa and Claude McAlealy and Kante. We appreciate defensive midfielders rather than tippy-tappy football. So for Sarri to come in and change all that, I mean, I actually have a huge amount of sympathy for him, Mark, because... You know, he was always going to be up against it. And I don't think the club really understood this. Everybody's silent. No, so a perfect fit would I be, would be I mean, Simeone, it's, it's in fact. Oh, Simeone, thing. perfect. Sorry, Mark. Yeah. Sorry, go, go on, mate. No, I was just saying, I, I kind of understand. I feel it because it's, it's just, uh, it's an odd marriage, Yeah. you know, with, with the two styles. And, I, you know, I, and I understand, and I don't want this to be taken the wrong way. I love the fact that we've won trophies with the style of play. But if you were to ask me which one do I prefer, to rather have the ball and be the aggressor or sit back, 
I kind of want to be the aggressor. I want to have the ball. I want to move the opponent around. I'm not saying that I didn't love the football that we played. I do. But it's, it's extremely nerve-wracking at times to seem like we're holding on for last breath. You know what I mean? But that doesn't discount what we've won. But if, if I ever had to pick a style, I would rather play with the ball than without it, personally. But, but Mark, you used the term marriage there. Recent statistics suggest that 42% of marriages in the UK end in divorce. <laughs> Is it time for an amicable split? Yeah. I would wait until after the season at this point. I don't think it makes sense to do it yeah. at this yeah. point. I, I think he'll personally. be here to the end of the season unless there's a real catastrophe. I think if we go out the Europa League and we're not getting top six. Well, we maybe. won't. We're not going to lose to Prague. No, I mean, so, I mean, I think the bottom line is is that you're right, what we were saying earlier. We're probably not going to get in the top four. Yeah. So the only opportunity to finish in the Champions League will be winning the Europa League. The club will demand as a minimum that he give, gives us Champions League football. So you're not going to know until the conclusion of our journey in the Europa League. Yeah. So but it, the, let's, let's presume that we therefore get to the semi-final because we're going to beat Prague. Yeah. So what's the point of firing him after that? Yeah, but then we lose to Benfica or Frankfurt. And you then know, if we lost in the semi-final, yeah, yeah, there's no point firing him. But then it'd only be well, about you know, two weeks of the season left. Yeah. So you we know. drag it out. So he's here to the end. I think we're going to get top four and win the Europa League, personally. I love that I'll have, a, I'll have a pint you of whatever you're drinking, Mark. Yeah. What time is it in Cincinnati? It's more than a pint, I can tell you that. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. It's a gallon. I love your positivity, but I just think, I think, I think, fifth or sixth Europa League if we have a you know a little bit of a, a little bit of luck on the way you know I mean look the thing is Mark don't get me wrong here I mean look I, I am really very ambivalent and agnostic about Sarri if Sarri makes all of this work miraculously and we play brilliant football we win loads of stuff I'll be delighted I really will all I care about really is how Chelsea are doing I'm really not bothered about managers anymore it's a pointless thing to be yeah. bothered about a manager at Chelsea they're never there long enough so, you know, I, I, I'm really quite agnostic about him. I don't hate him. You know, I don't want him to be run out of town. You know, I'm just kind of, well, meh about Should it, really. You, if he, I if, like if, him if, if, we could, if we get him to play like, get, if he could get him to play like Man City, which is they're not far away from, but they're sufficiently far away for it all to be a disaster, um, would you be happy with that? Well, I'm, I'm happy if Chelsea are winning and Chelsea are playing yeah. great football. That, that's all I really oh, well, care about. No, but that I fulfills have, I have to ideas no, yeah. of keeping the ball. But what, one thing, though, one thing yeah. though, JK, I really don't like watching teams, particularly a Chelsea team, that are weak, that get trampled on by other teams. Uh, you know, this goes. This is redolent of the whole Arsenal Arsenalification of Chelsea that Tony Glover goes on about. You know. Where, where you have very small effect players who, who you know, get trampled over in a tackle and then they all start crying. But it's not fair. I don't like that Big kind of football. Big boy hurt me. Yeah, I don't like yeah. that kind of football. I like physical, Which aggressive Chelsea football. Chelsea players are those? Well, exactly. We don't well, really if you watch them. Napoli, they, are, they were more of a physical team. Good. They weren't, a, Excellent. They weren't well, that type of soft well, that's team. What, that's the what team I like, that he had there. Good. Well, I, and then, then I'm up, I'm up yeah. for that. That's what I, that's, football for me is still a man's sport. It's still a contact sport. You know, that's the the beauty of it is is to pit strength against skill. When I refereed, I used to say that when people would go, "Ow, oh, ref!" I go, "Get out, man's game, man's yeah. game, play on, play on." You're not meant to foul them, shit, are you? I was, I kicked him. <laughs> yeah, he was in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now listen, if if listen, if, Sarri, if Sarri turns it around, I will happily eat my hat. You know, in public. You know, 
but I, I just can't see it Will it be a, a, what, a, a, a Nan hat or a, a Poppadom hat? I've got a choice It'll be an L.A. Dodgers hat. Yeah. What, made, made out of what? Rice? Well, it's, it's no. It's, a rice it's, it's hat. A, it's a proper... Cotton. I think they, a proper I think they used to call it snapbacks. Yeah, now. they do. They call them, yeah. they call them yeah, yeah, snapbacks. Yeah. yeah, I'll eat my L.A. Yeah, but surely I'm, I'm giving Dodgers. you an out here. Surely you could have it in a kind of in, in, in a food that's already I, been prepared yeah, yeah, rather I mean, than having to re- no, eat, eat the, eat the canvas. I've got, I've got to eat my hat. Maybe have a bit of like sauce on it to, you know. Yeah, they'll make it palatable. Yeah, yeah. 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 I, I'm a, I'm a <laughs> chili, chili sauce. Yeah, my oh, per- no, a hot chili sauce. Oh, horrible. Yeah. Oh, God. Actually, talk about um, when I you do have out... two answers to the quiz. Oh, do you? Go, well, on, go, go on. on. Tell please. us, tell us, Mark. Go on. Uh, one I know for sure yep. is Jimmy Floyd Hasselbank. Correct. Yes. And... Eddie Newton, I believe, is the other one, correct? That, I believe, well, is correct. Well done, sir. Correct. You've got oh. 50%. That's very good going. Uh, yeah. You get the other two, buy you, your drinks you. when you come over. All right, exactly. So you're coming over for the Burnley match, uh, are you, Mark? I am. I can't wait. And no. I just found out that Zola is doing the stadium tour for oh. the, oh, wow. the day that I'll be there. So it's going to cost like 200 quid, but it'd be worth it. 200 quid? Also, is it because it's him. It goes well, up, does it? Well done on it's $99 quid, a person. That's mental. Oh, amazing. <laughs> well, I have your tickets. Well, I get a free... There's a dinner, too, at Frank's. Oh, wow. Oh, okay. Do you get to shower with him? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's an extra uh, that's, an, that's an extra hundred. <laughs> yeah. and, and if Ross Barkley walks in, it's oh, an extra yeah, yeah, All yeah, bets yeah. are off. <laughs> yeah. Mark, thanks ever so much for your call. Mark, they're calling all the way from Cincinnati, Ohio. Don't go anywhere, because at the moment, we'll begin to cast our eyes forward to Cardiff. This is Love Sport. You're listening to the Chelsea Fan Show here on Love Sport Radio. It's Cardiff at the weekend, which is often thought of as an easy place to go, but we've seen for various London clubs this season, West Ham included, that it can be a bit of a banana skin. Are you confident? No. What will happen again as usual is that we'll completely dominate the game in the first half, and if they then score a goal... Um, in the second half, with the only shot they've got, we'll lose. Yeah. And, so and uh, Mr. Warnock will specialise in yeah, set pieces. So that's absolutely, he loves a set piece, Mr. And Warnock. And score from the set piece. Yeah. Oh, Colin himself. But, but yeah. however, if we actually put something away in the first, if we score twice, the game will be over. Yeah, I think with Chelsea, the first goal is always crucial. As you yeah. say, we score yeah. first. I think we could go and win three, four, five yeah. quite easily. Yeah. Uh, but if we get to 30, 40 minutes, like Everton, yeah. confidence drops, we and don't Wolves, score. Yeah. I think he does zonal marking. All the same pattern. Yeah, zonal marking, isn't it? That he does. It's very easy to kind of run between the lines to score against. <coughs> well, it's us. that fact that you all you need to do is play a very long ball for the corner to the back post. Yeah. And there's always somebody standing there yeah. unmarked. He just knocks it in. As he's not quite no, tall yeah. enough for centre half, and no. not, you know, no. it's it's a Cardiff. Cardiff need it more than us, I think, because I think. In terms of relegation, because I, I think realistically, I want to think it would be difficult to play there. But but they're not they're not anywhere near as good as us. But no, once again, got... it's it's down to you know, Higuain has to do something. They yeah. have to do something. But I think um, Bamba's out, and he's their main like talisman. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. He's he played really very well against right. us. Don't worry, Dan. They've got plenty of other people you can kick Eden Hazard. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, that, that fullback. Who's that... refereeing it? That would be really rather relevant. Uh, we'll find out. Craig Pawson. Is he? Oh, he's Pawson. He's Pawson. Very Pawson. Look, we should smash the you-know-what out of them. And you, you, me and Dan know that. Yeah. I think even Johnny knows that, actually. Wow. I mean, I'll give you a sample. (laughs) I'll give you a sample of some of their results. Yes, I'd like that. They've lost against... These are all Cardiff home results. They've lost against Arsenal 3-2, City 5-0, Burnley 2-1, United 5-1, Spurs 3-0, Watford 5-1, and Everton 3-0. We should go there and smash the you-know-what out of them. 
The trouble is, we know that we probably won't. And that therein lies the problem. Our away form is absolutely abysmal. And I think exactly what you said about the Everton match. If, if a team uh, you know, tries to match us in midfield or, or, or pressurises us in midfield, certainly physically dominates us, it's a problem because teams go through us. But the bigger issue, I think, is something that I've been moaning about for most of the season, is that we are, I think, very vulnerable to set pieces like corners. I think we that, were just saying. Yeah, yeah well, we, no, I, we, I, I, we leave the back. Well, it's the it's the zonal marking for me. But the trouble is, this is how teams like Cardiff score. So I could I could see a scenario playing out where you know Cardiff are really in our face, kick lumps out of us, intimidate us, and defend you know in a block which we never ever seem to be able to find but, a way around. Always happens in these matches. The um, the free kick anywhere in the uh, in the Chelsea half, and it becomes. Um, a, a, a really yeah. panicking situation yeah, for the defence because they, yeah, yeah, they'll do a decent centre yeah. and they all rush at it like maniacs. And whereas it, it'll be a better than decent centre as well because Camarasa, who takes the corners and wide ones for Cardiff, is actually is, very handy. Yeah, he's handy. No, no one's aggressive enough coming to meet the ball. You know, we used well, to have was, Dr- when Chopper in... used to come back, he was always a free oh. man. He used to well, always so yeah, many yeah. headers he win. Yeah, but it was interesting watching uh, Bonucci and Chiellini the other yeah. day in the Athletic Cup in the Juventus you, you, you game because completely, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, completely just every ball is theirs and then it's legitimate because we, they're going for the ball. Because we're not an aggressive team anymore. No, no. I mean, we, you no, know, it's true. Just no, no tough hard tackles. You know, Rudiger's, you know, Rudiger's going to be, you know, he's there. He's a bit of a beast, but. It's, we're too nice. We're too, you know, as soon as called Arsenal a team of son-in-laws, that's what we are now. We're a team, team of son-in-laws. That's what you who, who said Ar- that? Soon as called Arsenal a team of son-in-laws. That is super. What does that mean? Well, they're just very nice. No, they're going to be Play, not, playing in safe. It's clearly never to met the parents. Me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Are, are you particularly? Do you walk into your parents-in-law's living room and just sadly, two foot someone? Sadly, they're yeah. no, sadly they're no longer with us. But uh, I obviously used to when they were alive. <laughs> yeah. You know. No, I'm only joking. That's a brilliant way of putting yeah. it. And okay, now I understand where he's coming from. I, I quite. We're like just that very language. nice. We just got no. Okay. Do you, do you want to want to know something interesting? Because yeah. I've got a mass. I've got a wadge of stats. I feel like Neville Chamberlain. You should get the I have a piece of paper. Waggle it, waggle it. It's like the I order, have a piece order. of paper in Ang- my hand. Angus Lochran. Stato. 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 I've met Angus Lochran. Yeah. I've had a drink with him. He's a decent bloke. Uh, anyway, um, the, the, what we know about Sarri is that he is, is indubitably a record breaker for all the wrong reasons this season. Okay. Well, here's two more reasons that he might want to add to his uh, tally of uh, record breaking for Chelsea. Uh, Lund- uh, Chelsea have not lost to two promoted clubs in the same season since 2012-13. There you go. There's one we could lose tomorrow, and yeah. you know he can break another record. That one, yeah. yeah, and then the other one is Chelsea have won every previous Premier League meeting with Cardiff City. So there you go. There's two. So it's going to be a draw then. Well, <laughs> who knows? But I mean, so he could lo- he could lose and break that record as well. So it's all there for you, Sarri. Do your worst. I mean, because you know the reality is, as I keep saying, we should beat them. The players we, we have are we better than put, theirs. Again, if you put to bed by half time, but the crowd will be, um, you know, for them every throw in. It's quite a hostile you atmosphere. Can, you, down yeah, there we as can well. always tell the teams when, like, going to watch Fulham. That every time they got a throw, they all went mad. Yeah, and it's not. Yeah. It's not oh, quite, come on, Stoke were the worst yeah. for that when Stoke first came up because, they don't mind you, their throws were Roy Delap. Yeah, Delap. Yeah, yeah. hurling the ball in it, but it made sense. It's not quite as intimidating as Ninian Park was. No, no that's true. More, that was that yeah. was horrible, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. But they, they you know, it, they'll be well up for it. And, yeah. and Warnock would have. See, my other worry is Warnock. He, oh. he would have been stoking them up all week. Kick them, kick them off oh, the park, as he did with Rangers against. He's us always going. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's his mo. That's what he does. You know, kick him, 
sign yeah. ten strikers and kick them. Yeah, he's going to. That's that's what worries me. And we don't have anybody who can deal with that or or exact some retribution, which is kind of what you need. I mean, that's yeah. why John A. B. McKell was so fantastic for us. You know, if anybody kicked any one of our little players, he'd be right in there right. stamping on them. Fantastic players. And then, <laughs> uh, he was. He'd stamp and then oh, say he no. He, he then complain to the referee. Yeah. He'd say no, no. I was yeah. just a fair tackle. He would constantly yeah. do yeah. that. And then he was always in the referee's ear. You know, yeah, he, he was in the players' heads. Remember the penalty in Munich, yeah. getting into Robin's ear. You know, I love. I mean, we so I, we miss. We need player. You need players like that. You know, bit of edge to them. Do you think players can learn to do that? No, no. I think you're born. You're, yeah. you're born. It's what born you can get with, away yeah. with. I think. I think born after a bit, you, play, you probably tentatively try it and think, "I wonder what's going to happen." Then you think, "Oh, I think I've wound him up. I think I'll have another go." <laughs> yeah. But it's, I, mean, yeah. I mean, this is a ridiculous example, but I shall dump it on you anyway. I mean, when I played football, and I was rubbish, by the way, I was also quite small and and quite skinny. Um, and I realised the only way I could play football was to be completely and utterly psychotically aggressive. So I would two foot people all the time. <gasps> Because they didn't expect it from me. And actually, the, the, the psychological damage it did to them by, by being two-footed by this very small, skinny chap who looked really innocuous usually meant that I won the battle that game. So there you go. Did, Even you, do, did you do it very early on? Because oh, I, I remember oh, yeah. Ballot First kicking challenge. McMahon at First Liverpool. First and, challenge. And McMahon disappeared completely yeah. from the game. That was yeah. the end of that. First challenge, Jake. Yeah, first yeah. challenge, okay. yeah. Yeah, make, okay. make your mark. I just used to whisper in people's ears as, as, as we were going. <laughs> they past. probably ran off the pitch. Was it was it about Ross Barkley? <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen his body? So, happily, I was playing football at a time when uh, Ross Barkley was uh, a twinkle in his mother's <laughs> eye. But uh, no, I just I think used Ross to. Barkley's uh, mum wasn't born when you were playing. No, hey, when I was, well, I've got a little boots I used to play in. No, they, those, they, well, they were still those, they were still wearing caps. Did you? Um, they were. They were. They were. And and, and with the, the shorts were all the way up use, to your chest. Did you use dubbing? And you put your tie around. A bit of dubbing. Put dubbing on, yeah. your, put dubbing yeah. on your forehead. Yeah. Oh, yeah. fantastic. Where, do we, where, where, where are we, Johnny? Cardiff, well, who are we? Where are we? In just at where well, we are, the Chelsea Fan Show on okay. Love Sport Radio. All right. Chelsea yes. Fancast, which is always good. Yep. And coming up, we'll be asking Could Hudson Adoy start against Cardiff? Yeah. This is Love Sport. Always be wary of suggesting that Callum Hudson-Odoi could start for Chelsea nah. around the Chelsea fan cast. That's what I've learned in the last five minutes of my life. Gents, is there absolutely no chance that he gets in the starting 11 for no Cardiff? Chance no chance at all. I can see it pretty much interview. Uh, Callum's had many minutes for England. Um, he's <laughs> not ready. <laughs> He'll come on after 89 minutes where we're either 4-0 down or 1-1. And he won't play. No, no possibility of 4-0 up, Dan. No, very unlikely. I think, I think he'll play both the... Uh, Prague matches, I think it'll make, he might get a run out starting. Against, yeah, hundred percent. I think he might start against Brighton on Wednesday, but I don't think I don't think he'll play because he's, he's played he's played a hundred minutes for England. He's you know he's eighteen. He needs you know he needs to save his energy. <laughs> there was is, a yeah. raised eyebrow there for anyone who unfortunately doesn't have a camera in the studio. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, oh, yeah, there's a program going on. Who knew? No, yeah. Hudson Adoy. I mean, he, he should start. Of course, he should start. And he hang on, st- you've changed your tune though. No, no, I never no, said no. he shouldn't start. He should start because uh, he is right now. I think a better option than either William or Pedro. Okay. I think it was quite interesting having you know moan like stink about Sari earlier. Um, you know, he made the point that uh, Hudson Odoi, I thought quite disingenuously, wasn't very good on the right for England, but looked much better when he played on the left, which is possibly true because the left is his position. And of course, one of the issues that we've got about Hudson Odoi is do we really honestly expect him to play instead of Eden Hazard, who plays on the left? Well, clearly no. And I think uh, Sarri was quite subtly making that point. 
But uh, he can play on the right, and he has played on the right for Chelsea as well as for England. And I think he offers more because he can cross the ball, I think, better. He can skin people for fun, and he's always looking to go towards the goal. He's certainly got the best cross of anybody, yeah. isn't he? That kind of dipping he's, thing yeah, that he's goes direct, in. Yeah. He's direct. He's, you know? he's a proper old-fashioned winger. He's direct. He is. And uh, we've moaned about it like stink all season that, that uh, whatever system we're playing, whether it's Sarri's system or whatever system we use to play, what you get from Pedro and William. You don't get proper wing play. You get them running inside. You keep them keeping hold of the ball. You keep them doing little intricate one-twos with other... You know, they're not direct. Mm -hmm. Callum Hudson-Odoi has got one thought in his mind when he has that ball. It's to beat players, go towards the goal, crack a shot off or lay a ball off to somebody who might be able to score. Which is what you need, really, because they're not doing it. And what we want, that is exciting, entertaining football in my book. Gets my heart racing, that's for sure. So there you go. Does that answer your question? That does answer <laughs> okay. my question. Comprehensive. But will he start? No. <laughs> that was the question, was it? Yeah. <laughs> no, he won't start, Johnny. No. Okay. That was quick. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go back to figuring out how to use Instagram. Wouldn't it, wouldn't it be interesting if he didn't even figure in the subs? That yeah, really yeah, would that, be. That, that would I surprise mean, me. To be really yeah. honest, you know what? If I was Sarri, I, that's the kind of thing I'd do. I'd, I'd so do that. I'd yeah. so what, just for wind up. Yeah, yeah definitely. Just for ba- he's getting, <laughs> he goes, this is for bounce, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There we go. I'd do it, man. Yeah. Yeah. Bless him. It'd be funny if he did. Well, though. he didn't do that after the um, he made his debut and scored in Europe. He wasn't even the squad for That's the next right. match. Yeah. 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 Same with Loftus Cheek yeah. when he got that hat trick, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Do you think there's an element of Sarri being wary of the psycholo- positive psychological impact becoming a bit too much in the sense that he might be trying to keep him grounded and make uh, him realise yeah. that he's I don't not... Think I think he that's cares. rubbish anyway. No, I think, yeah, and I think, well, you would know, wouldn't you, Chid? You know well, you'd occur- psychologically, what's happening? I think, I think it, 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 is, it is as likely to do him harm by, you know, keeping a lid on his uh, expectations as it is to allow him to just go go with the flow. To fly. Like yeah, you've got to look at Sancho in Germany and he's tearing that league up at the moment, isn't yeah. he? Same age, both at the under-17 World Cups. Yeah. I mean, these kids, I mean, the other thing about Chelsea's kids in particular, but, you know, kids in general have no fear. They don't get tired, so that's absolutely rubbish. Okay, I understand that they're not fully developed physically or mentally, so you do have to be fairly cautious. You might have a couple inches to grow, yeah. Yeah, exactly. You've got to be quite (laughs) careful, you know, but on the whole, let them run, let them run. And then when they fall down and hit that crisis in confidence... Kick them. No, well, (laughs) maybe in your world, Johnny. But actually, I think the sensible thing to do is that's when you earn your money as a manager because then you have to pick them back up. Mm. But don't, don't, don't inhibit them. Don't constrain them. It's ridiculous. Anyway, lecture over. Mm-hmm. So let Callum Hudson Odoi off the leash. Is, yeah, is definitely. The message. Let him off the leash. Definitely, I, I would. I mean, what, what harm can it be to give him? How many games we got left? Nine, eight games, eight left. league games left. What harm can it do if we're focusing purely on the Europa League? You let your Williams, your Pedros play in the Europa League because they've got the experience, they've got the know-how, they've got the savviness. Give him eight games just to you know really get He'll some. He'll do the premise. opposite. He'll play Odoi yeah. in the Europa League. No, yeah, but if he if if he perceives that the Europa League is the only realistic chance to get the Champions League. I'd agree that William and Pedro are probably better in terms of big match experience than Callum. Perhaps he's made a promise to them that he'd play them all in the Europa League. Maybe he has, matter. but I don't know what goes through Sarri's mind. If, it, if I was Sarri, pure nicotine. Pictures yeah. of cigarettes, I think. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's what I, I've got, mind. I would be like, okay, right, Europa League, William, Pedro, boom, Callum, you're going to get like, you're going to play six the next eight games, you're going to start, let's see what you can do. Because ultimately, if he goes, if, if Sarri's gone in May, it's kind of irrelevant. Because mm. you know there'd be a new manager coming in, and then he's got to prove himself again. But if he again. goes and Hazard goes and Sarri goes, what happens? 
We've got Pulisic. Yeah. <laughs> of course we have. And William and Pedro. Yeah. Yeah. Yay! Andy Gwayne. Oh, no, no. <laughs> he probably will have gone back. Yeah. Yeah. So it'll be Tammy Abraham. Hooray! Oh, Giroud. No, Ollie. Ollie. Oli Giroud, mate. I love Oli Giroud's slow, creeping rise up the all-time list of goal scorers yeah. for France. He's Third. now yeah. behind yeah. only Henri and Platini. Yeah. How about that, eh? Which is quite cool. Yeah. Not bad for a bloke who can't score. <laughs> well, quite. Yeah, but he's, he's a great player. I mean, I've had this argument with Arsenal fans as well. Arsenal fans, in my experience, love him, don't yeah. they? Yeah, no, exactly that. I mean, I, I spoke to Dave Seeger the other week on the on the Sunday show I do, and and he wasn't having it. He said, mate, he said he consistently scored 20 goals a season for us. He does exactly what you want a striker to do. We loved him and we were not happy that we, he was sold. Not least to you, but we were not happy that yeah, it was then, sold. But then they got Aubameyang. I mean, that's another bit of crazy Chelsea business. Yeah. You know, taking Giroud so they can get Aubameyang. I mean, I just bonkers, isn't but, it? But for Arsenal, at the point where they sold Giroud, they sold Giroud effectively to keep Welbeck on grounds that Welbeck yeah. can play off the left. And Arsenal fans at that point were just going oh, ballistic. Yeah, I mean, what Welbeck hasn't figured at all, has he? Well, well Welbeck's been quite badly injured. I think he did yeah. his cruise shit again, didn't he, or something? Yeah, he did it against Sporting Lisbon. He's out for the season and out of contract as well. Yeah, it's good news for Arsenal. <laughs> if if Hudson Odoi <laughs> were let off the leash completely, what do you think would happen? He'll be substituted. <laughs> yeah. He would be firmly put back on, six, on the 62 leash. 62 minutes for Kovacic. <laughs> yeah. Hang on, but um, he, he won't be there anyway. We've established he may not even be his sub. If he plays, I think he'll nothing to lose. He can show what talent he's got. But do you think he would suddenly flourish immediately? Do you think he'd score I think goals? Like in the young he'd players, flop? he'd have some good games, have some bad games. He'd you know make some wrong decisions. But it's all about learning in the game. Interesting to see him kicked. We haven't seen anybody go for him, haven't we? We haven't no. seen him been marked. He's too, he's too quick for him. He's too quick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, listen, he's he's eighteen years old. What what can go wrong? He might, you know, misplace a pass or, you know, overhit across. So he might get a couple well, of goals. I mean, he was at fault, really, for the Montenegrin goal, as I remarked uh, on the show on Monday. I mean, he... he yeah, to he, an extent, he, I yeah, think, because you know, no, there's two phases of play after Yeah, OK, yeah. all right, I, I accept that. But, I mean, you know, right at the beginning, he, I think he gave the ball away. But, he, look, anybody can give the ball away, yeah. you know. Um, Craig Burley was good at it in semi-finals. He was, yeah. he, that was his speciality, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. But, you know, I... I he, he, that's, that's, that's about learning on the game because they were saying afterwards on TV that he should have gone for the header. If nothing else, it made it more difficult for the, the player behind him to, to try and win the ball and move it forward. Yeah. But that's in-game learning experience. Yeah, exactly that. So that's and he, and he said that. He admitted it in the presser yeah. afterwards, didn't he? You know, I, I'm, I'm with these chaps. You know, what, what can you lose? You know, let him, let him go. Let him have a, have a bash at it, for goodness sake. It would cheer the fans up. It really would. And I think that right now, that's probably worth it because there's a lot of very unhappy Chelsea supporters around. But it's sounding like Sarri will ignore them. We've established that Hudson Odoi probably won't start against Cardiff at the weekend, but who'll be starting for the Welsh side? In just a moment, we will be talking to Don Booth, Cardiff City correspondent for Wales Online, to find out. This is Love Sport. You are listening to the Chelsea Fan Show on Love Sport Radio. You're with me. Johnny Burrow and Stamford Chidge, Jonathan Kidd and Dan Silver from the Chelsea <laughs> Fancast. I'm delighted to say we're also joined on the line by Dom Booth, who's Cardiff City correspondent for Wales Online. Evening, Dom. Thanks ever so much for joining us. Are Cardiff confident ahead of this game? Evening, Johnny. Um, well, it's difficult to say, really. Uh, Cardiff haven't played the game in what seems like an eternity. Uh, they've had a three-week break with FA Cup and internationals. Um so, yeah, it's probably a, a game Cardiff don't expect to get anything out of, given they've not got any points against the top six this season. So, yeah, it's sort of going in a little bit blind. I'd have thought that had been perfect for Chelsea. Chelsea seemed to, to, to be the, the first team to, 
to, to give you some points, to be quite <laughs> frank, the way things have been going recently. Um, but it, what the pattern we were we were working out, what seems to be happening recently, is that Chelsea play immensely well for the first half, but just can't score. And then you get a breakaway, and uh, and then Chelsea go to pieces. And you you just apply lots of very good set pieces, which, of course, uh, Warnock is, uh, is a, a, a master at. And, uh, and the crowd will get behind you, and then Chelsea will lose 2-0. Unless they score first, of course. That's the, well, that that's that the sounds like quite a, uh, a negative outlook from you guys. Maybe shows more about Chelsea. I, I don't think Cardiff are expecting. I think it's more realistic, to be honest. Yeah. Dom, Dom, <laughs> he, he's the happy one, moment. by the way. I'm the happy one. Exactly. Yeah. No, oh, okay. I tell you what, Dom. I found I found some really fascinating stats uh, about Cardiff, which actually bizarrely. I mean, because I, I said before what you won't know when we were talking about the game ten minutes or so ago. I mean, frankly, Chelsea should smash Cardiff on on. Uh, Sunday. I mean, we've got better players. Cardiff have uh, lost, as you were saying, really. They've lost quite heavily to some of the top sides at home this season. Really, we should do it. But it just gives you an idea of of, of, of where we are with Chelsea at the moment. Because we don't quite know which Chelsea side is going to turn up. And then when certain things happen in a game, you just know we're not going to get out of it. When Chelsea go 1-0 down, the belief in what they're trying to do just seems to disappear. Or if a team gets in their face and pressurises them and doesn't give them any time and space, they lose the plot. But anyway, here are these statistics I was talking about. Uh, 41% of uh, Cardiff's 27 Premier League goals have come in the last 15 minutes. They don't give up. I like that. They've conceded, yep. they've conceded 11 goals from outside of the box in the Premier League, League this season. Only Burnley have conceded more. Well, that's all right because Chelsea, you know, they always hit the woodwork. So you'll be fine. Okay. Uh, and when Cardiff have taken the lead, this is the this is a cracker. When t- Cardiff have taken the lead, they've only dropped three points this season, and no side has dropped fewer points from winning positions. So you know on that last one, yeah, I'll say Cardiff never take the lead anyway. Oh, so okay, that's, oh, well, okay. That must be no, very wait, small wait for Chelsea they've to barely come ever to the... been in, in yeah. front. Okay, fair point. I see you and raise you. I think is what you're saying. I like that. <laughs> but you see what I mean? I mean, a lot of those statistics actually kind of. If, if you use Chelsea as the counterpoint, you know, Cardiff kind of do things that, you know, well that Chelsea do very badly at responding to. So, you know, you're not be, you're not without hope on Sunday and, by any means. And Warnock can be a practitioner of the dark arts when it comes to when you're one up. Yeah. He, uh, you know, players m- uh, mysteriously fall to the ground injured. I mean, I, I think it was, Dom will correct me if I'm wrong, but I, I managed to, I think I saw uh, a fair bit of the Cardiff Wolves game. The one where is it where Bomber got injured, wasn't it? Yeah. And I, I thought they did very well there. And Wolves are a decent team. Let's be under no illusion here. And I thought Cardiff matched them actually. And 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 West Ham, they absolutely monstered West Ham. Although I suspect that West Ham just couldn't be bothered to turn up. So who knows? Yeah, Cardiff were excellent against West Ham. Yeah, they were, uh, weren't uh, they? And they can they can do that at home. They can put together really coherent, disciplined, compact performances at home. And and like you said before, Chelsea are going to have the ball. Cardiff are happy not to have the ball. Yeah. Um, Cardiff are happy to wait for their moments. They'll go with a, a really pacey front line, hit Chelsea on the counter. Yeah. They'll try and do what everyone tries to do at the moment, which is crowd Jorginho um, and make sure he can't get the supply line to, to Hazard. You sure, so, it, yeah, won't, you sure there, it won't be kick Jorginho rather than crowd Jorginho? Surely kick Jorginho and kick Hazard. Don't you think that'll be the case? That appears to be what most teams do. Well, Cardiff aren't all about kicking. Um I understand where you're coming from, and there's no reason why Carlos shouldn't be physical because clearly Jorginho, yeah, Jorginho's been shown to just be susceptible against 
teams like that. So why not? Yeah, I know. I Dom, I have no problem with no, it. No, it's just his previous yeah. experiences of Warnock, particularly at Queens Park Rangers, has actually just um, kicked Chelsea all over the park. Yeah. So uh, it, wouldn't, it wouldn't surprise me if he actually says. You need to be a bit more physical. Well, I mean, you know, one can only Chelsea. imagine the, the, the dressing room talk, can't you, as Warnock said. They don't like it up them. They don't like it up yeah. them, lads. Kick them. <laughs> kick them at every opportunity. <laughs> and when you're not kicking them, kick them some more. Don't, don't, the, the one player who, who that doesn't apply to and who Cardiff should, should be very, very fearful of scored a hat-trick against them in the reverse fixtures, obviously, is Hazard. Seems to be able yeah. to ride, ride those kicks and ride those challenges and... You know, Cardiff, Cardiff have got nobody of that ilk, no. nobody anywhere near that ilk. So, you know, like you say, like you said before, on paper, Chelsea should steamroller Cardiff, and you know, Hazard's as good as anyone in the league, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. On his day, he's he's probably the best player in the league, I think. But you know, yeah. he doesn't always have those days. And uh, I mean, if you know, a lot of people say he disappears out of games, Don. But I think actually, what happens is he's a tough little nut, you know, and he does take a lot of a lot of punishment and a lot of kicks that don't get you know, blown up for by the referee, but he, he still plays on. But that's quite often, I think, when he disappears, when he's, he's literally carrying an injury uh, and, and not going off for it. So it'll be interesting to see what happens. How do you, th- how do you think it's going to go? It's, it's interesting. I think Chelsea will win. I think probably narrowly. I think Cardiff might give them an early scare or something like that. Um, you say set pieces. Cardiff have really underperformed from set pieces this season. I'm, I'm glad Compared to hear Compared to it. what they did in the championship last season, they were immense. They scored so many goals, no one could live with them from corners and free kicks. They barely scored goals from set pieces this season. So I, I see Cardiff's main supply line coming from counter-attacks. Chelsea maybe getting stung early on, but then Chelsea will have such a wealth of possession. It'll probably be like, you know, they'll just grind, grind Cardiff down, maybe nick it 2-1 or something like that. Who's who's your key man? Who's the man to watch for you? I think Camarasa in midfield. Yeah. Um, if, if Cardiff are going to have any sort of percentage of the ball, it's going to come through him. Very good at transitioning from defence to attack and ensuring that the ball just doesn't keep coming back at Cardiff. Uh, and he's got a goal in him as well. Got a good long range shot in him. Um, scored a fantastic goal at Leicester early in the season last in the last minute. So yeah, he he's my key man. Everything mm. Cardiff do uh, depends on on whether he plays well, yeah. really. And do you think you'll stay up this season? Million dollar question, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. Um I think Burnley have got have got real tough running. Um and Cardiff go to Burnley in a couple of weeks, which is gonna be Huge. I think that's the decider. Yeah. If they win that, I think they'll stay up. Because mm. Huddersfield, Fulham are gone, aren't they? And I guess between you and Burnley. Well you'll have three points yeah, I mean, tomorrow. Yeah, just, so that'll be pretty yeah, yeah. It's good car- that Cardiff have, have sort of put Huddersfield and, and Fulham down really, because Everyone would have had Cardiff below those two, I think, in their pre-season predictions. Yeah, I've certainly been surprised by Cardiff in a good way, I have to say. Dom, you've given your vague indication, but I'm afraid I'm going to have to put you on the spot for a specific score prediction. What are you going to go for? I'll go 2-1 Chelsea, but Cardiff to score first. There you go, you can't get more specific than that. Cardiff to score first. What minute, Dom? (laughs) (laughs) Eight. Who and with which foot? (laughs) <laughs> there you go. Uh, right footer from Hoylet. There we go. Heard it here first. Wonderful yeah, yeah, stuff, Dom. Thanks ever so much for joining us. Dom Booth there, who is Thank the you. Cardiff City correspondent for Wales Online. Well, we've heard the Cardiff view coming up. It's time to get the Chelsea take on things. This is Love Sport.
the Chelsea Fan Show here on Love Sport Radio. We've heard the Cardiff City view of this weekend's game, but for you guys personally, how do you think it's going to pan out? Well, I've become Mr. Pessimist, as you probably noticed. <laughs> no, but you were Sarri's great defender, Jonathan. I am his great defender. I still am, but I just don't think he's making them work. And I think <laughs> it doesn't matter how much they dominate the game, which they will. They'll dominate the whole of the first half. If we don't score, they'll win. And, and so I, I reckon it's going to be either 2-0 to them or 5-0 to us. Well, that's that's an extreme. Yeah, yeah. Um, not particularly confident. I think it's gonna be a one or draw. I think it'll be another turgid, very typical Chelsea performance. They'll give us a lot of the ball from our penalty box to first fifteen yards. They won't have the heart. ball at all. No, yeah. no, Chelsea have the ball. Yeah, no, no, they, Cardiff won't have. The no, ball no, no, I'm saying they'll give. Let us yeah, have no, the I'm ball. I'm agreeing with you. Yeah, yeah, and they'll just be like, <laughs> no, panic. Be, yeah, what do you mean? <laughs> Why did you stop agreeing with me? Yeah. <laughs> so basically, they'll, they'll play literally like you know one nine one, and that'll be it. And we'll won't break them down. It'll get very frustrated. There'll be loads of Twitter getting mad and we'll be getting frustrated. And I'll be like, oh, no. And then hopefully um, Spurs Liverpool to cheer us all up afterwards. <laughs> Lots of injuries. They'll score a goal from a corner where there's nobody at the back post at all and it's just a tap in. So, yeah. so on the Cardiff goal threat then, is there anyone in that team who actually worries you? I don't even know any of them. Um, <laughs> I mean, Hoylet's a danger. And um, Camarasa is... Uh, they've got a Scottish guy who's quite aggressive. I think it's Patterson. Pat, Patterson, yeah. He's quite an aggressive. A striker who also plays at right back. And you think, pick one. They're not even similar. No, I know. But he's, he's quite an aggressive. He is. And, you know, we, <laughs> Probably because he plays right back. I thought he was a striker. <laughs> he is. No, this oh, is the sorry. thing. So he's a striker. Oh, he's, he's and then he also well. plays at right back and centre he's midfield. He's multifaceted. Yeah, yeah. It's but, you know, up against someone like Luis, he doesn't really like it. Hard, should we say? Got all carry got, on here, haven't we? Niasa, haven't they as well? Niasa uh, from Everton. Get, yeah, who yeah. seems to go on loan at Christmas and then get four or five goals. Yeah. He won me my fancy league a couple of years ago because I signed him when he went to Hull and he got like seven goals. And are, you, are you a keen fantasy player, Dan? I am. How, yeah. are, you, how are you getting on this, this year? This year, I'm, I've gone all Spursy. I started off really, really well and I'm third. <laughs> oh no! Yeah, I did the opposite. I started off eighth and I'm now first. Yeah, I'm, I'm only I'm only four points behind oh, okay. top place. Well, that doesn't count. Then. Yeah. Four points is sort of the and equivalent it, well, of half a point. It is like the Premier League. It's the difference between £500 and £100. But don't, don't you first feel that you're... Um, what you're, what you're kind being... of league are you playing in? It's um, above. Tw- everyone puts in 20 quid into oh, okay. pot and it's um, one of these leagues where you've only got one of each player so you can't have any more than one Hazard, one Abama Yang. So I've got some right. Don't you feel in fantasy football you're being unfaithful to your team by creating teams? I don't have players. any Liverpool players in my team. Good, that's exactly yeah. what I meant. Yeah. <laughs> Moral, no, man of principle. Yeah, man of principle. No, I've got no Liverpool players, no Spurs players, no Arsenal players. Yes. And I feel cleansed. Yeah. Yeah, but also your team must be awful. <laughs> oh, no, it's not bad. I've got, you know, I've got, um, I'm decent. Unless I'm, I'm just the leader. Okay. You well, know? it's impressive stuff to do it without yeah. any top players. Any Cardiff players in the team? What do you no. think? No, well, I, it could be. No. I've got a Cardiff player. I've got Camarasa sitting yeah. on my bench. That's why you're in eighth. I'm, I'm first. first. Now. first. Yeah. No way. I thought you said eight. He never gets on though, does he? Well, he has yeah, been injured. Do you like triple captain him, and then it all goes wrong? <laughs> I can't. I got my triple captain right. I triple captain to Bamiyang. We're discussing yeah. words using words that I don't. Have understand. you never tried this, Jonathan? Yeah, vaguely, but I've got it. What is this thing called fantasy time. football? Yeah, it, I, just, I don't have enough not, time for fantasy. No, I, sorry, I like got, reality. Yeah. yeah, exactly. It's, it's like fo- it's football and Dungeons and Dragons. Oh, for God's sake! Do you have to wear a dream? Do you know what they you should can do? Wear a cape no, 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 no. Yeah. They should rebadge it for Chelsea fans only and call it Game of Moans. Oh, very good. Very good. Very good. Who's Sowie now? I'm waiting to throw that one. <laughs> no, I just thought of it off the top oh, of my head, Jonathan. And I've got a great team name because everyone thinks I look like uh, Chiellini, so I'm Chiellini Concani. 
Very, mm, yeah, I shall let yeah. you. I shall let you to secret. The last time I played uh, fancy football was probably about 1995, and my team was called Celery FC. That's celery crazy. FC. Yeah. So, May I ask why? Because Chelsea. Uh, celery, and I had celery. another one the next year called Cel- Celery Vigo, which I thought was quite funny. Yeah, that's, that, good. that's yeah. good. Do you not know the Celery song? No, apparently no. not. We celery, we, Celery. You need a beep. No. Then yet, if she don't, don't beep, we'll I'll take oh, a beep. I see, I see, yes. No, I do know that one. And we had a song for Fabregas. So Fabregas, Celery is nothing to be scared of. Right, well, it's actually very interesting because in the break we were talking about the bizarreness of what you remember and what you don't. And I've just realised that I had heard that chart before. But I think there is a reason why I Deeply embedded into the dog recesses of your yeah. side cut hit the feet. it's when yes. he was hit on the yeah. head with a piece of celery on the shoulder and collapsed to the floor I see mm. yeah and we thought hmm I didn't really think kind of like when Rivaldo got hit in the you know what's then went I, threw, I, threw a, I threw a massive lump of uh, celery I'm glad you said at, celery then yes a lump of celery <laughs> at uh, Jean Tigana yeah. in the uh, FA Cup semi-final at Villa Park, at Villa Park. Yeah. well actually about 30, 40 people threw lumps of celery yeah. at Jean Tigana at Villa Park in the FA Cup semi-final against Fulham in 2002 John Terry but I feel that yeah. I think maybe mine might have connected with it I and think it was a big lump was it it was and I've got a, a very lump. good arm oh, you know. Yeah. Jean if you're listening that, I'm that very early. sorry and allegedly other vegetables are available it can't be allegedly if you're saying you did it well, I can't be sure because I was quite a way away there was a lot of celery flying about there was a lot of celery yeah. were, you, were you trying there's a lot of celery flying around were you trying to hit him or was well, it one of, of these throws where you wanted to be seen to be <laughs> no, no, throwing no, no, celery of course we, well you know well I don't know just throwing I mean I remember on the way up for that match I, we drove up Martin Dr Mart who used to do the podcast with me years ago we, we drove up and and he he had, we had to stop kept keep you know we're in, we're in Fulham actually we drove coming up Fulham Palace Road to get on the M4 and uh, he kept stopping at supermarket, you know, like random kind of, you know, grocers. What, I'm buying celery? And I said, what are you stopping? Different kinds of celery. No, because they didn't have enough. Oh. You know, people had been buying it, at, you know, or people had been doing the same thing all morning and they were all sold out of celery. So what you're actually doing is shelling Jean Tigano with, with celery. Yeah. Just... Just like, like, lightly it, throwing it depends it, on the bits because the top end it's really rather nice. It just it flies well, but when you get down to the bottom, yeah, you know, it's quite kind of bowl. You get a bowl. Yeah, oh, yeah. You've, got, you've got to break it off the base and chuck it. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it was a question of those. I, I, I would always go yes with a you know, little bit of celery. Whereas yeah. some people are going, yeah, come on, proper like underarm. I've got another, yeah. celery, another yeah. quick celery story. When I did that kind of <laughs> promo in the what was the the so bar back in those days, yeah. and we I filmed it was the only camera crew ever filmed in that bar because because I knew them all and. They basically, it all kicked off with the celery song and they had loads of celery and my poor cameraman just got assailed by celery. Uh, but he, held, he stood his ground and kept, carried on filming. But of course, I, when I was editing, editing all, the, all the rushes from that day's filming, there were, you know, bits were sticking in the lens of, of the camera. And of you could see it was like brilliant. Like if you slowed it down, this kind of bit of celery coming towards the camera lens. And, and there was so much celery in that camera, it took him ages to get it clean. That's one for the IMAX, isn't it? it is. You can see yeah. the celery really yeah, coming yeah. out of the screen. Should, at have, you. should have filled it in 3D. I, I didn't <laughs> tell them that. They said, that we're not giving you the budget for that. Like it wasn't yeah. sweet potatoes. It'd be much harder, wouldn't Indeed. it? Yeah. So there you go. Um, do you want me to reveal the quiz? We, I think we uh, should uh, have yeah, the quiz. In case we, okay, hang on. You hold that, Dan. In case, uh, in case, I see now Dan's got my phone. I can't tell you who got the answers right. And also, he could do some serious damage. Oh yeah, I know. I'm still about drumming. That. Right. Okay. Shush. No more drumming. Lots of right. The, the four, the four, <laughs> that, the four that we found. The four that we found. I mean, I can't believe only four played, but I don't, only had a peremptory look today. Danny Drinkwater, which I think some people got. Steve Finiston. Uh, I know uh, Eddie McCready's Blue and White Army got that. Uh, most people got Jimmy Floyd Hasselbank. 
And uh, Mark, you phoned up earlier, he got Eddie Newton. So that was yeah. a good shout. And both you, Dan, and Mark, or, or uh, Eddie McCready, yeah. blowing what I mean, Nathan both Blake. Nathan. Well, Nathan Blake never actually played a game for Chelsea, but he was a youth product. So as I love you both, and I'm feeling in a magnanimous mood. And he mood. also called Mark, uh, Ross Turnbull as well. In Ross a late, Turnbull? Yeah, uh, yeah, Eddie. No way. Yeah, Mark so later tweeted. So there's Ross six there. Yeah. Excellent. Okay. So you've all done very well. Very well. Yeah. Well, there you go. That's the quiz. That's amazing. Boom. That was a much shorter quiz than normal. Well, I could only find four of them. You know, normally I find loads, you know, but I didn't have the thorough detailed research. I didn't have time to do it this week. No, so. but also there will be fewer. There will be fewer, that's true, but uh, there, are, there are techniques that I use to discover the really obscure ones. But are you willing to reveal them? No, I'm not, because then everybody will do it, but <laughs> so extra, I didn't have time to do it. What that. year did Cardiff win the FA Cup? 1927, Your Honour. Oh, very well done. Because they were listening to it in the Andes. Did you remember the Ripping Yarns programme, Cross the Andes by Frog? Do you remember Ripping Yarns? Must have taken I do. a while. Michael Palin. Michael Palin. Yes. That whole yes. episode featured on these funny little Patagonian people in 1927 listening to a wireless to Cardiff beat... Uh, Arsenal in the Cup because they're all Cardiff fans because as we know there are a lot of Welsh settlers in there Patagonia are. There are. such an educational show I, to say, I didn't know that you had, Welsh you had no settlers idea. in Patagonia yeah, yeah, is very yeah, true not true. a sentence I was expecting all, to they, hear they all brought their own sheep as well <laughs> true <laughs> very good very good yeah, it's very true so there you go so, in terms of Chelsea's conquest, Chelsea looking to settle in Wales rather Aha! than Welsh. There we go. There's there a we link go. in there somewhere. We can get away from potentially dangerous. They're going to herd the Cardiff sheep. There I, I reckon go. they're going to win 3 1, mate. I'm okay. confident, actually. So, Chidge is going 3 yeah, 1. We've obviously had a chance to discuss the game in a bit more depth. Does anyone want to revise their particular predictions? Jonathan, you were saying 2 0 to Cardiff or 5 0 to Chelsea. Yeah, all right. Two one to Cardiff and five nil to Chelsea. You got to pick one result. Okay, two nil, two one, two and f- no, I can't. It's impossible. <laughs> <laughs> it's not impossible. <laughs> no, in my world, it is. Okay. okay. So you're going either two one to Cardiff or, or five, five nil, nil to, to Chelsea. Chelsea. And what happens if neither of those results come to fruition? No, the yeah, universe I, uh, yeah, collapses. I, I fail miserably and yeah, and I implode. <laughs> get sucked into. He'll a, be moaning on Monday hole. night on the show. Yeah. That'll be for right. sure. Right. And, and Dan, what are we saying? I'm sticking with one one. Sticking with 1-1. And we asked for extreme specificity from Dom Booth, the Cardiff City correspondent at Wales Online. So I'm going to have to ask you, Dan, the one Chelsea goal, who's it scored by and with which foot? Uh, Eden Hazard off his bum. Off his bum. And like that, we are back to the beginning of the show and Ross Barkley and Blue Thongs, which is a bizarre way to start. Indeed it is. Indeed it is. Not quite what I expected, I have to say, Blue Thongs. I think it's revealed an aspect about us as a group. Well, I think we've all grown as people. Mm. And hopefully, I'm not sure I've shrunk actually. <laughs> and hopefully, <laughs> Chelsea's points total will grow at the weekend when they take on Cardiff. You will have to join us next week on the Chelsea Fan Show to find out how they get on. Bye-bye. Thanks for downloading this podcast from Love Sport Radio. For more, go to lovesportradio.com for all the latest podcasts, news and views. Or for more, follow us at Love Sport Radio on Twitter. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. 
That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.